And hello, welcome to another episode of Android's Amazing Podcast. I'm one of your host, James Santana. As always, I'm joined by my illustrious co-host and fellow shrinking man, Hunter Van Lira. Ants, ants, ants. And of course, it's a Marvel episode, so we wouldn't be complete without MCU liaison, John Sanzon. John, say hello to people and do your intro. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's nice to finally say it again, Cree and Skrull of all ages. My name is John from the Beyond Infinity Podcast, a show where fellow like-minded Marvelites have assembled to discuss, review, theorize, and wax intellectual over any and all things related to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and beyond. And there has not been a ton of Marvel Cinematic Universe as uh, as there had previously, so it was nice to finally get something to talk about related to the theme of our show this week. That's fair. Dude, your intro is longer than ours. <laughs> <laughs> Our intro goes, man. It, it, uh, I've been there. You're like, the one episode I was on, you have like, I have a six minute intro planned. You and Travis <laughs> wait. And I went, okay. And we sat there for like fucking four to six minutes while you had this whole thing. And me and Travis were like, yeah. <laughs> I write it on the toilet. You go hard, man. For every episode. <laughs> yeah. I do that, uh, that voice to text thing. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, I do the same thing. Yeah, I send yeah. James messages sometimes, and he's like, "What is this one super long run-on sentence?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's nice to because uh, again, we started the MCU at the beginning of Phase Four, mm-hmm. right? And I started like coming onto your show like during Wandavision, and that yes. was the beginning of Phase Four. That was the big crossover because we haven't had anything since COVID. Besides Black Widow, and then you're like, I started an MCU show, and you're a blast to talk to. So yeah, well done. We have to we had to scoop you early before done. you got too busy. This is the beginning big. of Phase Five, though. It's yes, it's it a whole it's a landmark. It's a landmark. Yeah, it was a little bit of a landmark for us. But I will say, like, the one of the reasons we started one COVID was uh, very boring, and mm-hmm. uh, there wasn't a lot of stuff to do, so we had a lot of time on our hands and. The Marvel Cinematic Universe was going bananas where it was 34 projects in phase four. That's insane. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there was a point where we had two things to do a week sometimes. Like, oh, yeah. You guys would have the movie and then you'd have the episode and then you'd be on our show to talk about it again. (laughs) Yeah. And then on again the week after to talk about the series finale of whatever random show. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. Uh, so while it was nice to have Ant-Man, I'm kind of stoked that uh, we get little breaks. <laughs> yeah, uh, last week we talked about this, but Feige said that he's going to drop some of the projects. Not drop them completely, but like spread them out more because he wants to let everything breathe. Well, yeah. Yeah. And Which is it. necessary. And they also pushed back the Marvels, I think, to like November. November. It's November. Which is nuts. Which is fine. But that means they're going to put like Loki... Um, Probably after Guardians comes out. Yeah, I mean, we have like Loki, Secret Invasion, yeah, like all of these other. And what if season two is getting thrown in there somewhere? Yeah, sure. I don't really count that as a major thing. No, but it's still something that's fun for Marvel and oh, his show. Yeah, what if bummed us out pretty hard because it was the only thing up to that point that we didn't like. We weren't a hundred percent like total fanboys for it. Was yeah. like the first You're time. Like this is cool. This that's is it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sometimes it was not good, and we were just kind of oh, bummed God. to be there. Yeah. But um, with, I remember uh, watching the uh, Hank Pym Yellow Jacket episode, and I remember going, "This one was cool. This one was great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, that one was great. Murderer. Yeah, Doctor Strange was good. 
But then you got Party Thor, and you were left wanting more. I so liked Party Thor. Before we, I uh, thought it was fun, but I don't know. Before you guys keep <laughs> rambling on and it becomes a What If episode. So this is not a What If episode. <laughs> Go back and listen to our What If episode. No, I just wanted to bring up, it's nice to, to have a breather. Because <laughs> then you can do Man's World podcast. Yeah, yeah we'll, and, uh, we'll talk so about before we get your hero fatigue. Yeah, that's right. So, we, before we get into this, we are going to talk about, a little bit about our Kickstarter, because John also is on this project with us. <laughs> Hell so, yeah. We have a Kickstarter coming out in May coming out May 1st, guys. We'll be sending out links where things are linked and stuff like that as time goes on. And John, along with Hunter and myself, are writing a story in it. I know what my daughter is singing in the background. Um, and yeah, guys, so check out our Kickstarter coming up soon. Um, anything you want? Oh, it's also drawn. It's drawn by John, written by John, and colored by his co-host, Travis, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll get more into that as the weeks come, though. We don't want to spoil too much for yeah, everybody. The Kickstarter not. page will have. Like 15 minutes to talk about whatever. I can talk about whatever I want. Oh, <laughs> yeah. One, one thing plug in the, uh, the, the Kickstarter campaign and the Unknown Heroes thing. Like, Hunter wasn't around, but a couple weeks ago, like, I went. It, James texted me earlier in the morning and he's like, come to the shop today. I got the thing. And then, he, well, he didn't tell me I, I got the issue when he's like i have something for you and in my head i was like oh my god hunter and james have a comic book and like i <laughs> I, I was glowing like all day you do knowing that that existed and then like bringing it home with me and like knowing it exists and then like having something like in print from my friends who i know how much you know that shit means to you guys like and how what it means to me and i'm just like oh, this is fucking shit yeah, right man. now i got my mail delivered to me i got a knock at the door a few weeks ago and I friggin' open it up, and I'm like, oh, it's a book that I wrote. It's crazy. Yeah, it's fucking. Dude, I, I threw it onto my mantle. And I threw it onto my bookshelf. I was like, here we go. <laughs> Dude, I got the I got the proof. I got the proof. I was like, the proof oh, this was is crazy it. I too. I was like, yo. And then uh, I think when I got the box, my wife was like, oh, "There's a big box for you." I'm like, oh, "This is it. <laughs> a big box." <laughs> yeah, it's so fun. It I box? I uh, that you I ordered spoke... yourself? No. <laughs> I, I spoke to I'll, I'll again we'll announce it when the the books kind of come out but one of the perks of what I'm doing particularly with this thing is the entire thing is being done like physically like manually analog drawn inked penciled all that you're, you're doing the hardest work out of everybody I love it I love <laughs> honestly it. you're doing more work than me and James and we're like creating everything I love putting it, it together I, I started chain smoking I'm again laughing. dude. <laughs> Dude, you chain smoking with just like a freaking uh, just a ceiling fan on and the window open a crack. Yeah, yeah, I got my draft table and like a big empty <laughs> room. ashtray next to you. Yep, a hundred percent. I put like a that like one a light above you. In the background. Yeah, yeah, newsies cap on. You know what I mean? You pull um, up a Jack Kirby. Yeah, it's Dude, it's, it's, it's exactly what we're trying to do. Yeah. I, um, I wish you would post like a behind the scenes so we can share it on it. Just show how, if you how hard you're working on this project. Oh, he'll do that. You got to do that at some point. Yeah, a hundred percent. My uh, my buddy who I live with has uh, like a GoPro Hero Eleven, and I already like lear- figured out how to like rig it up to my ceiling, so it's like basically hanging down above my drafting <laughs> table while I'm doing it. God, Dude, that's awesome. Like, and it's got like time lapse, so like I'll do like a whole thing on it, but having everything physically you know like i did the first four pages penciled now and i started inking like randomly i was like i'll start inking page four because i like that page mm-hmm. and, you know I, and i put them into a, a giant fucking you know 24 by 12 
inch like binder with like these big laminated sheets and it's like holding the biggest comic book (laughs) you know what i mean it's like holding a comic book with like huge fucking boards in it you know what i mean and i'm just like this is the fucking shit right now like this is the most fun i've had yeah you're making a book you you know you saw us with the book and now you're get to be in the next one man it's crazy you're gonna hold a book you made soon I I can't wait, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. You got to take that passion and just go with it, man. I know. Make a whole graphic novel. Throw it up on Kickstarter. (laughs) It'll be fantastic. Go hard. (laughs) James will love the concept for issue two because I know James loves the meta textual like and i always tease like how many the boys can we have how many watchmen <laughs> ripoffs can we have a lot. and i think here's the thing james i think i successfully thought of something that hasn't been poked Not yet it. yes yes and i will tell you about it when we're not airing but that's issue two and it's like it goes from just sheer exploitation and violence and style to like literal existential like what am i doing kind of stuff and and (laughs) i'm just like like nihilism (laughs) oh it's so heavy yeah i got an idea now i'll I'll, I'll tell you both off mike i have an idea now i'll tell you both off fantastic because I have a million ideas. But we have brought to you. Oh, ideas. man. Hell yeah. <laughs> I dropped it in the chat. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, I mean, if you, you need to get like your own. You, you got to make a 60 page graphic novel or something, man. It's going to be nuts. You got to go hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, there is, there is something. I will. Uh, you know what? I won't spoil it here, but I'll type it in that you, something you got to check out. Okay, All right, cool, let's cool. get on. We, we got some news. We're brought to you by Android and, and Hit Girl. I get it. I, I'm trying no. not to do that. <laughs> yeah. We're brought to you by Android's Amazing Comics down in Safe in New York. We got news, 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 everybody. Lots of news. Yes. So, so James, where do you want to start? So we have a new Hellboy movie coming out this year. Uh, not this year. It's just no. In... It just got announced in reboot. It's being done by the Ghost Rider Two director, which is wild. But the guy did Crank, and I love that movie. He did do Crank. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> that movie rules. And he's also done a rock movie, I think. Sure. San yeah. Andreas, was that it? I don't know. It's, yeah. it's one of them. It's one of those? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's one of the Rock's action star movies. Yeah, he's got a he's lot not, of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot of those. The Skyscraper. Yeah. <laughs> this is being adapted from The Crooked Man, though. Yes. He said he's going to faithfully adapt The Crooked Man story. And I was like... All right. So I didn't watch. Actually, I didn't watch the second Hellboy. I saw the first one. I didn't see the the second one. Well, there's there's the three Hellboy one. movies. There's Hellboy, Hellboy Golden Army, and then Hellboy Reboot. So the the Golden Army I heard was it was okay. Um, it wasn't as good as the first one, but it had really cool stuff in it. And then the reboot I heard uh, had David Harbor was good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I heard the reboot was closer to the actual comic. It had a lot more. Um, like storylines taken from the comic, they did the Wild Hunt. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they said that. Yeah, was but cool. like, but the the first two Hellboy movies were just better Hellboy movies, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, they understood like, the character as opposed to just taking the story. A hundred percent. Like I, I was telling Hunter before we started recording, one of my things that I worry about is that what studios think Hellboy should be is not what Hellboy actually is, and they try and make it like an actual superhero movie. Mm-hmm. And like while the new one with David Harbour like definitely had direct bits that looked like it was from the comic, it like just turned into this like kicky punchy action thing. Yeah, but and the, the final like, act action. is always like that for some of these movies. 
Look at Bloodsport. Not Bloodsport. Bloodshot. With, oh, love, with love Vinny D. Love that movie. <laughs> Man, it's, it's like just stupid action popcorn nonsense. But it's like pretty – it's adapted pretty well, all things considered. Yeah, but like what Hellboy is compared to what like Valiant Comics was. Oh, or, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like – I don't know. Well, there There is that kind of gothic horror thing. I mean we got news today, James, about this Hellboy reboot. It's going to be rated R and it's going to be a folk horror movie. That's right. Yeah, that's, I'm okay with that. That's, that's cool. When they announced that, and I was like, oh, so Guillermo's back? And then they were like, it's an action movie guy. And I was like, oh, okay. No, not. no <laughs> I guess not. Here's, the, uh, here's the, the quote. The new film will see Hellboy and a rookie BPRD agent stranded in 1950s rural Appalachia. There they discover a small community hunted by witches led by a local devil with a troubled connection to Hellboy's past. The Crooked Man. I mean, that sounds right. Bum, bum, bum. That's there. That sounds good. Yeah, that's With because a... that's the story synopsis. <laughs> yeah. Particular note: Hellboy creator Mike Mignola wrote the script. That's oh awesome. well. If you adapt it, then yeah. I mean, technically, in all honesty, <laughs> no, but if he did actually write it, that's good news. Yeah, that's fair. You guys, Hellboy fans? I'm a Hellboy fan. I'm not. He is. No. Yeah. 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 I like I mean... the movies. The comics are great. There are some stories that are not so great, but most of them are really good. Yeah, I, I've been reading Hellboy since I was like really little. I'm like a like kind of got in on the ground floor because back oh, I in the, wish, dude. I'm those too, Dark Horse I'm way presents, late. <laughs> yeah, those Dark Horse presents for guys who are like my age, like like you know thirty five to forty. Um, you know, we only heard stories of Frank Miller. Like he wasn't working mm-hmm. in comics when we were like you know getting into comic books in the in the early. Yeah, he 90s. was just doing what Sin City. Well, that's the thing. He, all of a sudden, he came back and was doing Sin City. So I was getting a lot of these Dark Horse Presents, whether or not they had Sin City in them or not, uh, just because it was like, I know Frank Miller's important. I should be reading this. And that's mm-hmm. where like I got Mignola and those Tales of the Dark Knight, I think they were called, those mm-hmm. Batman miniseries that they would do like four or five issues of. Yeah, like um, oh, Legends of the Dark Knight. Legends of the Dark Knight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, I remember Mignola's like covers on those really vividly. I remember oh, yeah. that Doom that came to Gotham cover mm-hmm. really, really vividly. And um, I just recently got the IDW. It's a great trade. Um, the Hellboy in Hell Artisan Edition. It's mm-hmm. it's like a forty dollar that you could probably get for like thirty bucks on Amazon oversized artist edition, but it's paperback. And you can kind of really see like mignola's process like the guy is all inking it like does oh, all yeah, the work dude. <laughs> i've never seen a guy as prestigious as mignola in his field who uses sharpies more <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so noticeable because the ink is like purple on the scans yeah. you know that like mm-hmm. i put a sharpie on a piece of paper 30 years ago kind of thing it's so mm-hmm. tight it's so tight okay. and mignola's got mastercraft they got that game coming out that's like using his art style and it looks insane neat neat yeah there there's something really creepy about his minimalism the use of the heavy shadows that kind of it's good storytelling yeah it's good storytelling it looks uh german expressionist films kind of had that vibe and shit like that it's Mm -hmm. so cool yeah it's so cool it's my guy it's one of my guys (laughs) mignola's one of the guys one of the guys yeah mignola's (laughs) one of the guys yeah yeah so we'll jump from that movie to mcu uh mcu stuff that i'll do all the dc stuff in a row 
Technically um, MCU. <laughs> yeah, technically. Uh, Maybe we'll see. Maybe. What is it? I what if <laughs> Wolverine uh, voice actor Kel Dodd confirms he's already recording launch of season two of the upcoming Marvel Studios animation series X Men ninety seven. Um, and not just oh, yeah, him. Man. There's been a bunch of them. A bunch of the actors and actresses have come out and said they've been starting season two. Um, but now with the whole Feige pushing things back when uh, we don't know what's going to be released. Originally, it was supposed to be released this fall. I think um, that he just meant pushing back the live action content you know, that oh, really yeah, matters. I feel the same thing. Yeah, I figure it's the same thing. Because, like, no one's talking about what if, but what if is, like, done. They're just waiting to drop it. Yeah. And that's, well, that's connected to the MCU more so than X Men 97, maybe. Um, well, no, X Men 97 yeah. isn't. It's supposed to be like, I know, a, it's being like a, dick. a spiritual sequel to, uh, it's, a, it's, yeah. not, it's not even a sequel to the original one, it's a spiritual mm. sequel. Until, uh,. Civil Wars happens. Yeah, until yeah. Deadpool three, yeah. <laughs> and they say it does. Yeah, morph. <laughs> Dude, I just finished. I just finished X Men: The Anime Series. I'm watching now. I started watching X Men Evolution. Evolution. Yeah, I started rewatching X Men Evolution. Now. The next logical step. Yeah, and then watching Wolverine: The X Men. So I'm all caught up. Oh, uh, Wolverine and the X Men was underrated. I was about to say, what's the deal with both of those? Are you guys enjoying them on rewatch? Oh, I X Men: the, uh, the original X Men. I yeah. grew up on uh, X Men Evolution. X-Men Evolution is based out here in Long Island, so... Yeah, man, it's nuts. And also, uh, Wolverine and the X-Men, I didn't get to watch X-Men 97 until later when they were re-airing it on, like, Jet X or some shit. Yeah. It was I, awesome. Rewatching X Men: The Animated Series was great. It was because Disney Plus fixed the order, so it was actually in the storyline and chronological order. Which oh, was that's the tits. That's no. neat. Sorry, fi- they because they, they dropped one of the Spider-Man animated shows, the one with Neil Patrick Harris, and it's out of order. So is Spectacular yeah. Spider-Man. But X-Men, they were like, nah, we're doing another season of this. This matters. We'll, no, we'll fix the order. It, no, they'll <laughs> fix it if enough people talk about it. Um, yeah. They don't realize it. They're doing it in how it aired and not how it was. Yeah. So I get when yeah, got Clone order. Wars, they haven't switched up the Clone Wars stuff, but that's so, like, embedded. Yeah. Like, so. the Clone Wars timeline has, like... Season three is like the first episode, so it's just like, man, no, it's too much work for them to do that. Yeah, that's why I was like, all right, no, I, I rewatch is cool, except for season five, and then I'm starting X Men Evolution over, and it's awesome. I'm yeah, like, my only my only thing whenever I rewatch X Men the animated series, I tend to watch. Uh, well, I rewatch like story arcs, so I'll watch like four or five issue fucking chunks. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'll do the Dark Phoenix, Night of the oh, Sentinels, yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Um, the animation gets janky though towards like the fourth and fifth season, right? Well, I think yes, they switched they, uh, teams at that point. Yeah, they lost great. guys. No, they went to Korea uh, for animation for an animation studio. Um, yeah, but they're back with like a top tier animation studio for this one. So, so they they ain't pulling I'm, no like, bullshit. I'm stoked for X Men '97, guys. Not surprised. Oh yeah, all the books that came out that were like inspired by the show are all so Sorry, good. Try yeah, they're fun. Yeah. So this, if they just keep that same energy, I'm in. Hundred percent. All right. Cool. Glad we had dead air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's <laughs> the next bit of news? Uh, Peacemaker tries hard. We have a new comic book coming out. Uh, not based on anything in particular. It's a black label nope. book uh, written by Kyle Starks, which is the guy who's uh, currently writing. Uh, I hate this place, or I fucking hate this place. I believe is the other one. Okay. Or no, it's fuck this place. And then Six Sidekits of Trigger Keaton, which was a fantastic like detective story. And it's got um, art from uh, Steve Puh, which who did Animal Man and Harley Quinn Breaking Glass. Steven Pugh? Yeah, Pugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he did the filler issues for Animal Man mm-hmm. when um, 
Trevor Foreman, Travel Foreman wasn't yeah. around, and they were totally killer. Like, that guy rules. Yeah, this guy's crazy. I've seen uh, some of the interiors for Peacemaker Tries Hard. It's basically Peacemaker's, like, attitude from the show, but, like, a John Wick plot line. He finds a dog that he has to protect. I see the little doggy. I see the little doggy. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. Uh, supposed to be coming out, I think, uh, in May or April. And uh, it looks good. Uh, like you said, Steve Pooh. He's got great art. Kyle Starks is a fan- fantastic writer. His two recent books are great. Mm-hmm. And if you're keeping it with like in tune with how Peacemaker is in the show, which is the Peacemaker I know, I'm in. Totally. Like I know people are like, that's not how Peacemaker acts. I'm like, he's been in like 15 comic issues. He can act however they want him to. That's what I'm saying. Peacemaker is such a nothing <laughs> character, so like, just yeah. do what I mean, you th- will. they used him, and he's like a gruff, gritty guy in um the Suicide Squad comic books in the main timeline. But this one is like he can be goofy. It's Black Label. <laughs> Worst uh, helmet in comic book history is that? I mean, agree? the show made it really cool, but yeah, all things considered, oh, you can't hear us, James. That's really good. Cool because cool because it's a big stupid helmet, but. Is it cool? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's silly to me. I mean, it definitely looks dumb. He's like got like Orion vibes. Yeah, hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, I think DC should capitalize on Peacemaker. hundred oh, percent. Yeah, I mean, more, he's more. been in he's been in a book consistently since the, the movie dropped. Yeah, hundred percent. Which is good. Yeah, he's in Suicide Squad, and then he had that one shot from Garth Ennis. And then he's got his TV show, and now he's got this book, and he's still in the Suicide Squad, and they added, like, a new Lady Peacemaker character. So. That's cool. We're trying to help out with technical difficulties, by the way. Can you without me? I'm going to close up the app and jump back in. All right, James, if you can come back, awesome. If not, uh, we'll figure it out. Sayonara, sucker. Suckers. Yeah, I was now now say, it's the re- Hunter and John podcast. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Take your pants yeah. off. <laughs> Shirts for skins. And, oh, my God. This is why we <laughs> Who's Kyle Stark, by the way? Um, yeah, no. He's, never heard that, of this guy. Uh, he's a writer. I, um, my okay. daughter's walking, and then all of a sudden, like, yeah. everything. You're like, I knew that. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea what you're I have no idea what you're I'm like, oh, and then recording, and everything's fine. And I was like, uh-oh. I can't hear anybody else. He did Rock Candy Mountain. He did Sex Castle. She's good. She's reading some Rick and Morty books. He's like an indie horror guy. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, but he's gotten two image books in the last few years. He got I Hate This Place, which is like a monster story. And then he's got six sidekicks. Neat, neat, neat. That one was like an action movie guy who met six people along the way and to figure out who killed him. That's cool. Yeah, so they. Hell yeah. yeah. We were, were just talking, talking about, about Starks. Yeah. We were not talking <laughs> about your wiener, we promise. Oh, and then he also did a little bit of Thanos Death Notes. Yeah, all right. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Just for this? Oh, man. You're like, so get out. Like, start get out. Okay. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, <Blame> baby. baby. <laughs> yes, true. Always blame the baby. So, yeah, so you got candy, you Jesus? To... <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, John. Keep him close he, to your heart because he, he lives did in a your book heart. called Where Monsters Lie, which is something I think you're yeah. really like. Yeah, that no, is cool. That's no. a Dark Horse book. 
I think no, uh, DC pro- Black Label would be a really cool place. Yeah, but you for... know what happened. Like, You're writing, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, but I'm just saying like that. that You're a Vertigo guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a Vertigo guy at heart. Yeah. I'd be like, can we put the Vertigo label back on the book? Like, who are you? Like, just for this variant issue. Just for this single issue of Shade the Midnight Man that you only want to read. No, because they were at one point as like evergreen stories. I'm like, no, but it would be a really good place for indie creators to get their beak wet so to speak yeah, like, you know like, what i mean well, oh yeah it's like, a good oh, place it's a good stepping stone for like people like, who write adult label, like stories no, that Joker people like Noel scott snyder for example could come back and do a black label books. book because like, it's like oh he's been writing more like you know non-batman like yeah he's he's a good pop writer in my opinion it was an example, dude. Right. That's it. Yeah, it's not an adult. Like, you know, when we say, when I say, call, like, there's nothing crazy that happens in All Star Superman or in Kingdom Come where you're like, oh my god, my teenager can't read this. You know, that's where, like, when you look at the other stuff, it's basically like, anything that's like, a little too adult. Damn, Luther. Like, Joker skins to do that book. Like, damn, like that's that. Kind of what it is, around, though. You know, but then like you look at what woman's but then you look at what woman. I know. Oh yeah, well, that's because they were rebranding all the adult like, evergreen stories, nothing, so they can be like, "Look, or Dead Earth, like reselling." Like, Dead Earth is more extreme. Yeah, that's all that is. Yeah, I think that's Joker, all that Noel. Um, but even same thing, same thing with the Wonder Woman story. I think because it does deal with sexual assault, uh, you, mm-hmm. you don't really see. I think that's why they put it in black. Superman, oh, your one. Star Superman has John some. Has dude, all Star Superman is, is the most uh, like wholesome Superman. I think it's more of like it's not the show. But it's close enough to the show to get people that never like have been in comic shops to come into their comic shop and read that book. Yeah, that's true. Where it's like you can do that, and you can maybe have like you know a, a naked butt yeah. shot of, yeah. of of Peacemaker and those that joke about. We all it. remember the battle. Like, oh, why is like John Cena's butt here? Or Dead or, Earth? You know, right. Death exactly. is just gory. <laughs> yeah, it's just gory. Yeah, for like yeah, exactly. It's like it's not that, and then like an ad for Snickers. Like, you know what I mean, mm. yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we don't know what happened. Like that's the thing. Like that, we don't know why it was delayed. Not because it's black label. We just don't know what mm-hmm. happened as like creators. Like whether it was just delayed because the art was behind, or was it because they were reshifting things around. Yeah. Was yeah. it because like well, you can have him say "fuck you" and blow someone's brains out, and like, it won't be like, like next to an ad for like, whatever we don't DC know why Batman event is coming out. Yeah, yeah. He's finishing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, like, exactly. But I don't, the promise the was like, Vertigo's gone, they but could you turn, have this. Well, they should really turn Black But where Vertigo Like, like, like where did all my Vertigo... Like, like, it took a year. They just, just reprint them all. It took a year for that green rod swamp thing. Oh, green hell? Yeah, dude. And it's like... That's what I want. part of it where they take some of the 90s characters and they're meeting their versions now. And kind of like, oh, it's like a Worlds Collide style. You can do that in a cool kind of Constantine Black Label meeting, like, a mix of, like, our Constantine mixed with, like, 
meeting Sting pretty much because he just looks like Sting, yeah, you yeah. know, and go, hey, we're kind of going to wrap up this black. Yeah, he's also got more black do, like, hammer stuff. But, I think but it's where is but where is Hellblazer issue like, these are the, 509? Like, you know what I mean? Did, like, like, the, the, the ends for Marvel. Forgotten. Like, do that for Vertigo and go, like, this is like the final stories. Try. I mean, you're not going to get Alan Moore to write that book, you know, but like you you can get Garth Ennis to come back to write. Uh, yeah, you can get Garth Ennis to come back and be like, "Yo, what, if you were to wrap up Constantine, how would he wrapped up Constantine?" Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Come back. Like, tell me your what would have been your final Swamp Thing story if you could have if you could write it. You know, and you. There are. They're not supposed to be ongoing. Sure. They're not supposed to be ongoing. Because. You're not good, but you know, you know what it is. It, it's yeah. not even like there's two. Well, not even that. Like that's yeah, the hundred percent part of mm-hmm. it. But the part, the other part of that is, it's sure. easier to sell the mini series to consumers that are adults because you're you you're a, like more than a third of your market by making it adult only. You know. Yeah. Now what happens is to get that person to Constantine read the full comic, it's yeah, you can get PKV to, to come back and do Swamp now. Thing. Ooh, you know, so you can't. You're you're now trying to get a book that's only geared towards adults. Yeah, but, not, but where are the ongoing? Like, oh, in hey, Black we're gonna have a all dark miniseries. Superman story. Yeah, like, no, minis. you're having like darker characters telling darker that's stories. That's lame. Which makes like, more give sense. me some random like, issue five hundred. You're not even get even all the characters that you're known for. Like, cool. they're How selling miniseries, they're selling want to read a dark Constantine story that he's not able to like hang out and sit down with Satana or with Etrigan or with all these other guys. No, no, I know that, but and if you're a good writer, you can tell that story. But like, like Etrigan in Batman Damn is like a rapper, like you know what I mean? Like, he's not really a demon, like, he, like, Batman Damned. That was like, the, that was sec- no, that's the second issue of Damned, true. Reptilian is cool, but again, it, Reptilian worked. Again, it's like you can do these as cool dark character studies, like a cool Clayface like miniseries would be cool. Once, dude, I read this Clayface one for One Bad Day, and it's like, I think yeah. it's the best Clayface story hands down ever told. Yeah. That's me and you. Monster cover? Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. But he is. He totally is. Oh, yeah. But, dude, it's such a good story. And, I, like, if they told me that was a black label book, I'd be yeah, yeah. I know. Was they, that damned or was that uh, that lizard they, one? They they don't consider, like, what's plus on it is they were small. That's so, the Re- Reptilian is cool, though. Black label where it's yeah, I like Reptilian quite a bit. So they go, it's, yeah, like all books, like all books have it. So, oh yeah, I look pray at it, for go, okay. My kid, my teenage son likes uh, Catwoman for the plot. Sure. Oh, dude, that I can't wait. I love Colin and Kelly, man. They're, they're so good. I just love that Boland cover, getting a like that, from her sister. I, I, the biggest you know, Boland no, cover ever. Yeah. You can do a like. Yeah. It's like a mix of basket case and John Carpenter's thing. You can do that. Wow, where has this been my whole life? You know, it was okay. The twist was cool. 
<laughs> oh, but yeah, no, a lot of them are considered black label. The They're all, like, very now. adult. But like, if you stuff. told me, like, we want to make this a dark black label book, they could have. You know. I, again, True. there are big pluses it's to just black label. I, on I it, just I think they're just not using it, and yeah. I think they they they're not they they shot themselves in the foot by over correcting themselves in the beginning, and then they, they shot themselves in the foot the second time by <laughs> making it yeah. most of the magazine size. You know, and that's been that's been the complaint. Like I, there's mm. another there's a one a black label coming out next week or there or the week after is uh waller versus wildstorm and it's set in 1982 oh the bane one was really a, good and it's about like uh like the cold war oh and, no like, i liked it the twist the, the twist made it that sold it like, for me. versus like amanda waller who's this big cia chick at this point it's awesome fucking cool it's written by um oh stephen ackerman who's mm. actually a he he he's only he hasn't written a book before he hasn't written a comic book before he Acker, no, Ackerman has written a uh, – he's a um, mm-hmm. political scientist. Okay. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, you're thinking of someone else. Yeah. Yeah, Ackerman is – I might be just pronouncing his name wrong. Um, he is a okay. political pundit and a okay. political oh, uh, scientist. Uh, and his like focus is on like violence through um, through political policies, and he wrote a whole book about the rise of mm. like far right movements, tying it all the way back to nine eleven. Yeah. Oh, Ackerman's yeah. He's an cool. awesome dude. I've I've heard interviews with him about X Men. Actually, that's how I got to know him for the first time, is because he was on X Men. Well, I recognize Ackerman and Black. And Isn't um, that a team. And he's talking about like X Force and how X Force works as a like uh, like a shitty fucking. As a Chevy, isn't like, he the comedian who also who does that? Uh, um, government, uh, you know, it has so been a comic, it's like a mystery I, theater so that, thing. Also, I might be thinking of somebody been delayed, else, so but, it was on the episode, yeah. another episode of Spencer Ackerman. Thank you, yeah. Um, he uh, yeah, so he did that, so that's why I don't I, I want that book, but if it would come in as a magazine size, I'm like, guess I'm not buying it. John would like him a lot, actually. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Neat. That's crazy. Bless you. And yeah, that's true. I agree with it. Yep. I agree with it. I humbly agree with it. I. Spencer Ackerman. Like maybe Black Label. And we're I was like, there's no Steve. <laughs> You're like, nope. Oh, yeah, he's a big, like, um, a comics. big have uh, American journalist for, uh, yeah, political. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sounds up my alley. Sounds up my alley. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool. I'm excited for this Peacemaker book. I just wish, again, I wish DC Black Label was the Vertigo fucking substitute that we were kind of sold on at first that it ended up not being. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's all. It was dubbed as where they were going to put their adult books after Vertigo dropped because they were like, where are we going to get these stories? And they were like, Black Label. Yeah. Yeah. 
They're like, Karen Berger died. Angry. And then, like, the next day, they're like, see you later, Vertigo. <laughs> yeah, angry bat- Sorry, angry lady who, Batman like, literally a, created modern DVD comics, and you know, <laughs> your legacy. They're like, this they're like, this has been a money sink for the last 10 years. Yeah, but it's also, like, no, where I don't you get all your funny. prestige from. You know oh, yeah, I mean? that's where that's Morrison exactly and Moore were in, right? That's where everyone was man. in, man. Everyone came. Like, that's where fucking... Gaiman came from. That's where uh what's his name? Garth Ennis, like Mark yeah. Millar, like all those guys mm-hmm. sunk their teeth in there, you know. I finally get my Wild Star movie, by the way. I wasn't on last week, oh, but yeah. uh <laughs> with the authority, I'm pretty stoked on mm-hmm. that. Yeah, we were talking we were talking about Apollo and Midnighter and how it's gonna be fantastic. Oh, it's gonna be ridiculous. It's gonna be ridiculous. Whatever it is, it's gonna be ridiculous. James Gunn might really like go hard and I'm excited. Hundred oh, percent. Yeah, man, yep. it's gonna be sick. It's gonna be sick. <laughs> I know. Let and, let James Gunn yeah. direct that one. That'll be wild. <laughs> that sounds like something Scott Schneider would actually, or or Zack Schneider might do. <laughs> That'd yeah, be awesome if Zack Schneider comes back to just direct that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, oh, yeah. you can actually get away with it here. Remember what you did in Man of Steel? This is what it should have been. Yeah, <laughs> should have just done Midnight or an Apollo. <laughs> yeah. Hi to everyone. Uh, Suicide Squad. Let's move on to the next one. Kill the Justice League, the upcoming video game from Rocksteady Studios, Mm -hmm. is getting a comic book prequel that comes out this May. It's called uh, Kill Arkham Asylum. It's a five issue miniseries. It's going to be a backstory for the new Task Force X before they're assigned to uh, Kill the Justice League. Cool. I need more context because it's tied to the Arkham universe and it doesn't look it. So I I need context. It looks like a fun game, though. I oh heard yeah, yeah. I heard that. Uh, what's it called? Sucked. Got, don't the, worry. Uh, we only have the like nine pieces. Of yeah. We'll, we'll, they said the combat was yeah, good, but like... there's just not enough going on. That's a bummer. Because yeah, it looked crazy, and, and then they were like, "It's only two players." And you're like, the what? only reason why I bring the yeah. books up is because one of them, because yeah. they couldn't figure it out. The authority, <laughs> yeah. and the other one, yeah, but this one is supposed to be like Borderlands meets. Batman Arkham, American so. uh, Asian American. No, this game looks like a blast. This game looks like a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Can't believe I memorized that. 100%. Even though prequel comics usually suck. I mean, I'm I like certain prequel comics. <laughs> the Bumblebee prequel comic was pretty cool for IDW, where he was like yeah, using no, the James I, Bond yes, mission. Cool. Um, sure, sure, so sure. Cool we, some might say Ant Man: The Wasp Quantumania is a prequel comic in movie form. We'll get to that in a little bit. Oh yeah, the guy you think that, so? like, that can like, heal cities. 100%. So this boy has the same powers he does. Yeah, James was getting into the DC announcements, um, and he runs into him in the Wildstorm 30th anniversary, and he's like, "There's something up with this kid." And then the uh, he's in Lazarus Planet where he fights against Nightwing, and he can t- he sees the spirits of Metropolis, Gotham, and Paris, and he can control bits of the city. He creates okay. like, this like. Okay. Rat out cool, of like cool, junk cool. that becomes his like. Pet. Sorry, uh, to sound um, like a. Uh, and then like that's what the series you know, will be naive son of a bitch. Like, yeah, I just didn't. I didn't know that. And how I didn't know what the month background that was. Of DC universe know? while he like because yeah. of his weird powers. No, this is City Boy. The vigil is right out of Lazarus Planet, which is they sure. are a group of like mercenaries yep. that kind of hunt down like they're like the wrecking crew or um not wrecking crew, okay the, uh damage control for in the mcu how they get rid of like all they go after all like the weird like tech that's left behind 
from battles, that's what it is. They go after people that, like, deal with illegal arms and, like, all these weird intergalactic shit. And they're hunting down. Their, their okay. spirit is in Lazarus' planet. And they hunt down Jason Todd. Because he has, like, a, a, a like an artifact that they okay. want. Okay. Um, and then finally, Spirit World, again, spinning out of uh, Lazarus' planet. It is a old Jack Kirby series that they're revitalizing. Uh, with the a vigil? new lead, uh, who's a non-binary okay, so the vigil Asian, looks really cool. uh, American, uh, and Batgirl Cassandra Kane is going to be in it, because um, it has to be. You have to have a Batman character in one of these books to sell it. Um, but yeah, the, the, so it's cool to see that they're bringing back the Jack Kirby book for, and, and these are all miniseries. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the only one I, I can see sticking is City Boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just a Teen Titans type of thing. Yeah, I can see that. Sweet. Very cool. Yeah. Yep. Oh man, I love Commandy. Well, Commandy's in the actual fucking DC universe. They just don't talk about it. Ooh. He's in because Brendan's brought him into no yeah, the actual unfortunate from Earth fifty one is now in the mainstream Marvel universe. He came back in time during Bendis' checkmate story. Yeah, and yeah, no yeah, one's yeah. talked Until about one sticks. it. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, so when uh, he did, when yeah, Bendis City did Boy actually seems like he has series, a place. Like after Le- I Le- can see Le- him on like a Young Justice. Um. The guy known as yeah. King, no one knows Some of those who he is. Uh, 70s and everyone's like, DC, oh, like the Kirby series like, he's that didn't no, like, like he's a character really he's been around before, or, so like he's not like, new. So fucking but like he's got a you know what I mean? Like, like Spear and World was so fucking cool. And he's checkmate. Uh, the Avenger was so fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, Commandy, pretty cool. Lot of it would be wild. Been cool I've been buying story. Yeah. Yeah. He he shows up every few mu- every few years. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, did he? I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's not even that far distant. It was an, uh, the, the great like the, the great disaster happened. Whatever that is. Mm-hmm. World. So it's command. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that's pretty cool, man. I bought a, I bought a lot of old. Uh, yeah, they they it would be cool if they finished. I bought a lot of old uh, commandies from the androids. Uh, cheapo bin. Oh, you played the, the back game. Issues. You bought things you um, like them. And <laughs> there's a lot of like. Yeah, Hyper right? intelligent dolphin villains in them, like because oh, they're in the far distant future. It's... You love it. COVID. Yeah, well, he, yeah, COVID. <laughs> he, he rides a lot of uh, killer dolphins, and it's it's pretty sweet. So along with Commandy, Rom, Space Knight, and what was the other one oh, I was buying? Oh, awesome. Weird War. And and I'm stoked. I bought up all your Weird Wars, James, because they announced that Creature Commandos television show and i'm like because i got first dibs on some keys you know so many yeah yeah. (laughs) these were 50 50 cent books yeah (laughs) i just bought them because i thought they looked cool you know 
Yeah. yeah but, but hey, it's a long con. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's really good. Oh, boy. Uh, John, have you checked out Images Olympia? I haven't yet. Oh, dude, you would love the shit out of it. Yeah, it's cool. It's one of my favorite books of all time, and I'm only a like average Kirby enjoyer. <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge Kirby guy. Yeah, you would like, like you'd freak out with Olympia. It's so good. It's a love letter to Kirby. Trade. Yeah, so it's good. really cool. Like I've seen, I've seen some of the no, art. It came out already. And I know. Um, I might have them all. Like they've done a lot of the art with like those Kirby. No, there's a bunch of Kirby issues. dots. It's so Yeah, good. you get this the the stippling effect with like yeah. the brush, so you get those Kirby yeah. dots and, yeah, that and is, I know they yeah, that's know, a they old use issue, the uh, the zip and tone and and all the tricks in there. So yeah, that book went the trade all yeah, out, I don't want to trade. I feel like nobody talked about probably. it, but it is so good. Yeah, totally. I wish the inside looked yeah. as good as the covers, but that you know, the just inside a, looks pretty good. Yeah. All things considered, I really enjoy it. But yeah, no, the covers are next level. The covers are next level. Like um, Alex Diodato is is so good. Oh, are you guys gonna get Jim Rugg's Hulk Grand Design? By the way, did it come out this week or next week? Uh, just in general, like, are they releasing it in single issues, or are they gonna do? Jesus. Did they? I thought it was coming out February 7th, which is... Oh, cool. Well, the... Uh... Yes. No, Hulk Grand Design Monster 2022 number one, February 7th. Last one. Yep. 2022. And man. so, we, with or that, do you mean the, trade? the last bit of news. The trade just came Oh, out. the trade, yeah. Ooh, man, yeah. Hunter. Go yeah, ahead, man. You told, Hunt, I found it this morning. They're, they're so Jim Rudd is one of the, the best. Like, if you like Kirby... You know, and you like that that old style of art, like Jim Rugg is like one of the guys. Like he has an image series called Street Angel, like Deadliest Girl Alive, and it's like a homeless uh, ninja skateboarder who like goes to high school, and it oh, just nice. it, yeah, it fucking rips. You would like it, Hunter. It's awesome. Sounds awesome. Yeah, those Grand Design books are beautiful, though. Like the X Men Grand Design is fucking gorgeous. Yeah, didn't they just do Fantastic Four as well? They did Fantastic Four was the first one. Oh, okay. That was the first one, and then it was X Men, and the Hulk was the last one. Yeah, yeah. So interesting. Yeah, a little bit of controversial news. What's that? So, yeah. So I'm on I'm on the Twitter space every once in a while, and oh, I follow Jesus a bunch Christ. of comic book artists, and this one this in particular has been no, talking my, about my... the Last Barbarians no, from Brian. No, I was, I was listening. Um, no, Brian Haverly currently does Hellcop, and um, just released the book with no, Image. My daughter's fine. She okay knocked over like that big. Yeah. Uh, you heard um, was no. her knocking over like her tray for yeah. her high table. <laughs> James, you, you live? So I didn't trip on it later. So that's all. His I daughter threw over, a, it up uh, and came back. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna talk. Yeah. He's like, Daddy, you're sleeping with the fishes now. Yeah. Daddy, you took away my baby Jesus and just whacks him in the head. She, no, she was playing. Anyway, let's get back to. He'll, he'll be alive. I, I know, well, okay, now I'll be that baby's okay. father. It, it is what it is. Oh, you man, and I will have to raise it. We'll have, yeah. have a sitcom with uh, Hunter and John raising the child. It's not that like with it. Lisa still with there. Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, he's back. Oh, we don't got to film the show. It's okay. Oh, man. How's your head? Okay. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
we thought we yeah. thought she threw a brick at your head. Yeah, so or uh, your mic fell off or something, or your laptop exploded. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here we go. Now you get to the fun bits. Why so don't you guys like this last barbarian stuff? So it looks like so AI art. It doesn't that look that's where we're getting. That's where we're getting. No, you so, are it. Yep, hundred no, percent. That's where we're going. That's where we're going. It so, looks like it. So the last barbarians. Um, there's an artist that I follow who I won't name. I don't want to get him in trouble. He's posting it publicly, but I don't want to get him in trouble. Um, he's been commenting like, "Hey, all these covers are AI art, and the interiors have like stolen character designs." So the all the covers A through like E all have listed Brian Haberlin as the main artist, but they're all AI art. All yeah. the covers are AI art. You know what's funny? I have like one of those, uh, I pay for like one of those AI mm-hmm. um, prompt things. Yeah. And I, I bought it because I had an idea where I was going to do like a fake tank girl and all my main characters, I was just going to write the craziest shit you can imagine <laughs> and be like, here's my character design. You know what I mean? Uh. And, and just, and they all just ended up looking like gobbledygooks. And I was like, this is a stupid idea. AI artists. Yeah, a lot of the AI stuff is also, uh, it steals from other artists. And uh, Oh, wow. Yeah. So it, it feeds into an algorithm that saps from like oh, websites like ArtStation and fucking Google. Yeah, and yeah. it takes art styles like Rubber Hose and like Magnola and jams it into one big thing. Like if you write down like, superman magnola art style it'll do its best to mimic that and sometimes it takes straight up like pieces that artists have done and it has their signatures in it but they're distorted because it's ai and they don't know what to do with it you can see some of the uh things in there but haberlin must have had a good one because he was able to slip by i don't know if image didn't care didn't know this was also put into production like at least a year ago so it was right before ai like got extremely ridiculous it was like just as it started and everybody was like this is okay dude it's like wild yeah and then the interiors one of the main characters has the exact design of siri from the witcher 3 except she has red hair instead of white hair it's like the exact outfit just put on to like they just traced over 3d models whoever the artist was i think it was haberlin no. Yeah, so a lot of yikes going on in there. You're allowed to trace over things, but like don't exactly copy. Yeah, you can reference things. A lot of people take pictures and then like of what they want to do and then just draw over it like the Hulk smashing something yeah. will be like someone's husband, you know, slamming something down. But Oh, that's how I do like all of my lighting. Yeah, there you yeah, go. 100%. But, um he chose to just copy the entire character design for Siri and it's wow. like ridiculous. That's nuts. Yeah, that's all it is. It's like, I mean, like no one else is talking about it except for Twitter. Well, I think it's what it happened. No, what, what that's all it is. Oh, what I didn't know until somebody pointed it out because I didn't like, read the book fully. Kind of like you read it. You said it was like good because you read the story. The you were like, oh, whatever. And just be but like, like no, no, we didn't you also know. didn't play we didn't the Witcher. He was like submitting this stuff, so you had no idea what to look for. But like. You know the the they covers did look a little weird knew. to me. I was like, like oh, these are such weird they, covers. They, he knew he would but I was just AI like, eh, I've seen Haberlin's you know, art before. Like, I was like, eh, it kind of makes sense. Gonna he did being, the like, they're going to turn around, him. blame him, and it's like, oh, okay. So I thought it was just like he was trying something new. I didn't know it was like legit AI. And then the interiors were stealing. So yeah, he's uh hopefully he gets in trouble in some way, shape, or form. 
or just like publicly shamed. Yeah, you know like I mean? a why'd you do this, you idiot? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, like you know the controversy behind AI art. You're online. Yeah. Image might get some flack yeah, like, for letting it slip. Oh my god, her, she has like a leg and then like uh, then a second set of legs. Mm-hmm. Got two lips, like oh, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Kill me, like oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, but no, it's wild that like that happened and people just don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. no, guys, this is like a, yeah. a thing that's going on. Yeah, this stuff but is so also, obvious. Like, I literally just typed "hot barbarian lady" into my AI generator. I sent you guys the image cheaper and it looks just they, like this. They like, now are fighting against like, so uh, a computer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, or they. Yeah. Artists get more expensive because they'll become a commodity a, a that has actual thing. art to them. Yeah, exactly. That's like always what right. happens. Like, like it's you just like own, everything's going to look and feel seemsy. Um, yeah. So what yeah, will happen is like if you want like, an actual artist to do like your story, yeah. they may be like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's still going to be hundred dollars. Well, why? Because it's going. I'm fighting against the machine. Like you want actual tangible uh-huh. art that's not printed out. For you are mass by a mass market. I'm like, uh, yeah. Or, mm-hmm. yeah. Because they can't be replaced by machines. Yeah, you showed me. I mean, things are already starting to feel like really samey because of digital art to begin with. And there was like a controversy, like you know, two decades ago about digital art, like mm-hmm. digital coloring, and like what it's going to do to things. And is digital it coloring, there are a lot of people like um, David Stewart, uh, sorry, Dave Stewart, and uh, Jordy Belair that are really, really yeah. great digital colorists. That's how that goes down. But I understand Travis, what you're saying. My boy Travis. Travis, Travis is insane. Yeah. But he's also doing it over your like hand printed shit in a way. So while yeah. it is still digital art, it is a different style of digital coloring to your physical to digital art. <laughs> yeah. He's also like a psychopath and like takes like actual pictures of cloths and things and like super like i i showed it to uh to james the other day yeah we i drew a dr fate sketch for him and he took like a yellow cloth that he had and lit it exactly the way it was lit and then like superimposed it over it and then like i I was like what an actual piece of cloth and it like looks so he is a crazy person yeah i was like wow you are you guys are perfect for each other You found your soulmate, John. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But also, yeah. Like, the other like, night when we were recording, uh, right, we were talking about like, Lady but Gaga. But also, Clubhouse a little Quinn. bit different than like how and, uh, a character looks. I pronounce it as like, Lady Gaga. Like, I'm oh, like, dude. He's like Gaga. 
And I was like, yeah, Gaga. Yeah. And then at the same time, we're both the, like, Gaga, Gaga, Gaga. Well, no, like, like, oh, God, we're like, turning into the same human being. You guys have podcasted for long enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't feed the gremlins after midnight. Yeah. Unless it's like blue and white. Or it's black with the, where the yellow is. It's black. Like it doesn't. Like that's all it changes. Like yeah, if, no, you're, if you're wearing a color, it's so fuck. No, but or, yeah, well, yeah. It's there more are blue then. There are you people know. in the uh, so digital art you, community worry about that color, like, have a lot of the same color, color palettes because if you're looking at that's big the colors that um, work for like, most things. Yeah, one hundred percent. you're drawing comics. You know what they look like. You know, black and yellow, for the most part. If you will be, oh well, it's all color same. No shit. Oh, there are some. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of unique art styles. It's just a lot of them look the same in like a menagerie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. blue and white. <laughs> and he's or, got black, black or black and white. <laughs> Or he's in his underwear. Yeah. I don't really think we're talking about that kind of coloring. Well, I mean, you know, like back in the day, yeah, like yeah, um, yeah. there were only five it, it's, kinds it's very of much colors the, that would it's print the, it's the onto next the paper it's the next step and of what the printing NFT process. So, like, they used to use you know, these like, it's, it's, it's little the, dyes. Well, we couldn't make they, NFTs they came in, like, a five color set. We'll try this and, um, instead. See, I made you know this. this. Yeah, well, yeah, it's pretty neat. Well, that's where like the five color army thing came from. Whether and all that, you know, because you took credit for creating it, you would mix those colors to get very specific, like you know, from other artists two parts red, three parts yellow. You know, one part green would turn into like black or. The, you know what AI I mean? Or there were like those media. industry standards, and that's why you read like a lot I of like silver age stuff, down, and it's the, like everyone's skin color kind of looks the same. You know what I mean? And things like that. So they know, like I can just punch yeah. the computer. Hey, are you find the right program yeah, to right? do it for me? It's whack. You know, yeah, it's whack. Yeah. It's whack. Yeah, but those qualities are. No, I know that. No, I know that. But like, dude. But dude, like there are people that like honestly, like we sold like we and Ant were talking about this when we were putting the orders in for mm-hmm. Barbarians, Last Barbarians number one. We saw those covers, and we we're like, all right, cool. You know what? It looks like Perillo. It looks like it's painted. People go buy it. It looks pretty. It's a pretty girl on the cover, and that's exactly what it did. And it sold out. No one knew of that this was stolen AIR. Yeah, you know yeah. so. Yeah, well, not everyone's on that. That's why, like. You know, that's what it comes down to. Like, you see it more, you know, as we see it as comic people, you know, because of things like, you know, looking at it closely. Like, no one's going to notice it. Like, the one moment. Yeah, but the, that go, quality oh, of wow, meh will show, though. Oh, this yeah, but you're not a creator at that point, man. You're a fucking yeah. culture vulture. All right, guys, <laughs> we're going to jump into the uh, our topic because that was the last of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one look at it i was like this looks like ai art 
This is, and it's true, and I agree. Agree with you, Hunter. I think what we, and I think this is a, a thing, even outside of just like the mm-hmm. Marvel movies. I think what's happened is that people, we relied as a culture about like what critics say to Hell make a movie matter. Yeah, let's like, get yeah. into uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania yeah, topic of the week. The thirty-first uh, theatrical right, like outing for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and tied with the lowest-rated uh, MCU film, oh The Eternals, on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I you know I I kind of hate that like Rotten Tomatoes has become a gauge for. Right. Um, but it's... like quality because like I don't. Even oh, I don't think so, personally. But I know exactly what you're talking about. Like yeah, people be... will see like forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes and they'll go, "I'll wait for it to be on Disney Plus." And I'm like, "Or you can stupid, form your own though. opinion." But cool. Like you know what I mean? Like the, an, an average. No, I know, I know, I know that. But like that's the thing. Like it's an average movie. An average movie doesn't mean it's bad. Like it's average. It doesn't mean it's stellar. To be fair, like it's not supposed to be stellar. You know, you want it to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, the audience score is like 70 or 80, I think. Yeah, you can't trust the audience score, though. Because well, yeah, some of them are blown up and make, some of them are accurate. It depends on the movie. movie and the thing, James, is like, and still the reviews love the shit for this out of it. aren't bad. You know, so that's why they're just like, not oh, well, this like, sucks, great. Like, this movie like, got a some... shitload of Bs and Cs, and that's what it yeah, deserves. Yeah, it's just another critic good Marvel movie. Yeah, this is a very C movie, but when you use that aggregator, if you give something, you know... If you 2. go in or three out of matter. five, like, it's considered. You know, rotten. that's why honestly, I think so they should stop it, using it, or stop using. I saw it's, like, stop it's using how the aggregator works. How I agree. Good or bad a movie is like, especially like, like you know, look at the ads. I mean, not for this movie, but for most of the yeah. other Marvel movies, certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't give a rat's ass if it is. It's the thirty-first like, film in the Marvel the Cinematic Universe. Hell it's going to no, be a little twice. You know, I did a lot. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. Yes, John. Yeah, I thought this was like I thought this was fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love those Venom movies. I love them. Yeah, man. Yeah. You guys want to hear my uh, my funny introduction? I think you guys would appreciate this. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. Hit it up. Hear me, hear me, my fellow comic book nerds and aficionados. Look around you as I speak to you today in this, the year which of our is, Lord, 2023. Yeah, wherein all of us it's... as a collective culture find ourselves standing three deep in an actual honest to God Ant Man film franchise. <laughs> now take a deep breath, hold it for a long beat, and then think on that. It's fucking Ant Man. We did it, guys. <laughs> Ready to blow your 12-year-old past selves' minds even more? This third Ant-Man film posits the purple time-traveling well, tyrant that's known that. as like, Kang even, the Conqueror as a bad right. guy to take even seriously, and the that, filmmakers fair, dutifully the imported him about, and his whole goofy-ass costume, more or less intact from the comic book pages. Where, 
but let's not stop there. Who else should Kenny have henching around for like him other than the goofier than Howard is, Modoc, the giant head in a yellow floaty chair with dangling arms and legs. And a little butt. And a little butt. You see Modoc's butt in this movie, that's amazing. Because it's coming out. Is this a dream? Am I in any position to complain right now? Because as a nerdy little kid, a movie like Ant-Man Quantumania wasn't just precisely what I wished for. This is the kind of thing I love childish things come true and it's like oh not this is exactly what it. i wanted when dude I was, but it's oh, also it's a oh, paul rudd led marvel yeah, franchise i agree like the guy from clueless come on you get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i honestly i didn't like ant-man and wasp i like the first one i hate ant-man and wasp You don't really need it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but here's I here's no she I don't care about politics. James, there I have try been to keep out of Ant-Man like the my feelings about movies and like people, Superman but like I'm movie. judging them. <laughs> That's what it is. I think they, they misused Bill Foster and they gave us ghosts, which should have been more tied like to like him. I, I rewatched Pim both Ant Man movies before I saw Quantumania. You know, I did my goddamn homework. Like, I didn't watch Civil War and uh, the end of Avengers movie, so okay. I know. But Ant-Man 1 is like a genuinely fantastic yep. film. And Ant-Man 2, yeah. while it does you lack know, but again, a certain like, amount of heisty movie, activities, like when they, this they one does too. To this, uh, it's fine. Char- I think you have, even d- despite right, like, you what you have, have, have to say about Evangeline Lilly's political stances, Wasp is in her haircut in this movie. Wasp is fantastic. Like She's a good character. She's got a lot of confidence. Big tech. Big tech's your bad guy. Like... Well, of course. We just had weak villains in the sequel. Right, exactly. Yeah. Is the, like, we got Sonny Birch, who seemed like he could have been a more demanding villain since he was another businessman type. But then he's just kind of there, well, and they... then he leaves. Yeah. Well, you have a clear villain. <laughs> yeah. Neither yeah. of them are the villains at the end of it, though. Sonny like, Birch, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sonny Birch, though. But, like, and whoever his benefactor is, who could have potentially been the power broker, but we'll never know. <clears throat> my my problem with I, I like the first two anime movies a lot more than this movie, even though I think this movie's totally okay. But, um, I like this one better than Ant Man and the Wasp, just because I feel like Kang and Cassie were great additions. So here, here's the thing, though, like this movie. Again, I mentioned yeah. how this feels like a prelude comic. Right. This is the prelude comic for Marvel Phase 5. Oh, yeah. I have a feeling that people have been complaining, well, that, yeah. what's the big buildup? What's the big buildup? What's the big buildup? We build know up? now. <laughs> and we 
sacrificed a world building universe building story for you know we sacrificed an ant-man movie for like a big universe building thing like like that the sacred lamb at the slaughter here and was like whole, we didn't get an Ant Man movie. We got movie. like and that's a the whole Marvel thing. It, I mean, it had, it had Ant Man charm that. to it. Don't you know get dude, what I was saying wrong? The, but but the, the fun thing about well, the Ant Man, his boys weren't there. His boys weren't there. The first one, the big action sequence takes place. One of them takes place in a kitchen, and the other one takes place on a child's train set. And the things you remember about the first two Ant Man movies where they like we should have gotten more heart and more soul and gone dude. Fucking the 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 bank heist in right with Ghost in Ant Man mm-hmm. right. and the Lost the car chase through San Francisco the like, big Pez yeah the big Pez the big cars like, like this tri- entire movie giant suitcase building it's good giant suitcase building this entire movie took place amazing CGI again it was like a Star Wars movie with ants kind of road that I've been saying this years and finally everyone else has caught up to me is that. Marvel casting Bill Murray and not using him because movie. they had to cut you out all of the like scenes is a fucking that's shame. Whatever. Yeah, that's Everyone's fine. allowed to yeah. feel what they it's want. It's a shame. Art. Because it's art. But again, it's art. It well, this movie starts and doesn't stop you, for like, like two and a half like hours. It. No one's going to yuck your yum. But the, the problem becomes like you can't keep holding Marvel to this gold standard where there's cracks in their gold standard. And when you ha- should have had Ant Man and Cassie actually do a heist together instead of her being like a, a MacGuffin. But not uh, every movie need not every movie needs to be with soldier. Not everyone needs to be like Endgame. Like, and that's what this has become. That's good. Every movie's trying to that's be fine. the next Endgame. Every movie's tr- that's that's their fault then. Cool, awesome. Yeah, I like all of them because I'm four. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I feel like a lot of people hold it up to the pedestal, not just because most they're great movies like Winter Soldier and um, Avengers One is fantastic. Mm-hmm. No, not and Iron Man One's great. Yeah. No, that's because it's always like yeah. talked about in the media. So many people hold it up to that pedestal that's because kind of... it's so much like everybody talks about it. It's water mm-hmm. cooler talk. It's all over the internet. It's anything yeah. everybody talks about. James, so a lot of people are holding it up really. on to, their own really. pedestal. To both of your um to both to what both of you guys are saying, I think it's mostly the mm-hmm. expectations of the fans and and the media and everything along those lines because when phase three started like basically post winter soldier this movie. Up, we got in this movie. every single marvel movie was I, like that's the thing. Like, when you mark your calendar this, it was an event four, it was an event where you had to be prepared to like stop five. what you're doing the go see that opening because spoilers are afoot one day talk about it talk about where it's only one movie does that what's going on all the rest are sequels we have to remember that when marvel started 
train people line. People have to get back into the phase one. Two movies have been you know out. I mean? That's what phase four kind of felt like because it was like I don't set up for all these new characters that they're going to use in the next two phases. Yeah, I don't think Well, phase four, phase four as a phase, like the individual like things we got with the rest of the movie were very phase one. But our mindset was oh yeah, because we're after Endgame, we're waiting for the next Thanos, and we don't get him until Loki. Then the apple. We didn't get it until this. We didn't get it until exactly. We didn't get it fully until this. Like they're robots that want to be human. They don't even talk about that. They don't even talk about that either. In fact, they they they, not really because they they would have allowed the human race to die if the Chitauri came. As long as whatever dominant species would allow their technology to grow to birth the Celestial, they don't care. Yeah, that's the whole. They didn't start caring. They, in fact, started. The only reason why, like, I mean, oh, Ms. we Marvel care about you. Are you just talking about the movie? Because I mean, Ms. Marvel, Earth, now realize Moon Knight, things like that. You, yeah, and you yeah. find Shang-Chi and Eternals. Those are the ones that are, like, reset you every day. Yes. Well, because it's, it's too, like, up its own ass. It's... <laughs> it's... Because it's a comic book. This is because this, this is a comic book. They want to feel This is what it is. <laughs> These movies are now becoming comic books, and people don't realize that. You know what I mean? It's not genocide is bad. <laughs> yeah, they kind of do. No, no, I'm not. No, no, I'm not. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about scale. I'm talking about like how like comic books work. No, no, I don't. No, no. Oh, they started. Know, they they started caring. About, That's like, the whole story. I'm talking about story. Like story goes. Not it's the we have the big event over the summer and then you have like your image story that spin out of it. Like uh I'll use I'll use Dark Web for example that that came out this fall. Um, but it's fine to you have Dark Web like and the Dark Web X Men and, and then like this fallout and you'll see we the fallout we in things like in X Men eventually when they go back to covering it. And then like in Spider Man and the Wasp when they go back to We had the Ant Man. But then like you have your event, blah blah blah. Those comic books, X Men will go on until the next summer they're summer event. They're coming out of this world like this movie has like ten minutes of he's on Earth and the rest of it's like in the tiny micro quantum realm, like wild shit. Well, you kind of are, because comics have, like, just crazy no. amounts of scale. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, I agree with you. That that's exactly what this is. It's it. But fans in the media want that event every time, and yeah. they haven't gotten it. And Ant Man wasn't the place to do it. The only event movies that we should be getting are Avengers movies. They should have called it Avengers. Yes, this should have been Kang Dynasty, honestly. No, this should have just been an Ant-Man movie. No, no, if, yeah, no, I'm saying, but if you wanted a builder for Kang, Kang Dynasty would have been that. This should True. have just been an Ant-Man movie, yes. But if you're looking yeah. for a new world-building yeah. movie, a new lore builder, you want Kang Dynasty. But they got yeah. that pushed back to does the next Infinity War instead of the and, next Avengers 1. Well, is, exactly, well, exactly. Sprinkle Kang kind of throughout. You know what I mean? Imagine like, Thanos like, only appeared in like two movies besides end credit scenes. Well, imagine if Thanos the was the big bad like, guy of the first Guardians movie. That's what this felt no, like. No, no. Yeah. Don't kill him. Kill Cassie. You know what I mean? 
because yeah, Ant-Man's fighting Kang. And, and, and he wins. Just, Ant-Man, he's Ant-Man. Comics. And, and he beats well, Kang the Conqueror. <laughs> he only wins That's because all, no one ever said that. Like, oh, yeah. The biggest you know, the thing on the world. Spoiler, like, Younger Avengers guards like, coming. Oh, spoiler, like, no guys. Like, yeah, yeah, so, he, like, Ant-Man only wins at the end of this thing because he, like, sacrifices himself. Which I thought was going to be like, oh, Paul Rudd is either stuck or dead, and I was yeah. like, "That's a really cool plot line because that happens in the comic books." If Paul Rudd and then and Wasp shows up, and I'm like, "Oh, I they're have, both stuck. That's cool." Yeah, and then they just like, get saved, and I'm that. like, "Bet, <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. okay, whatever <laughs> movie." Well, well, it's have, a crime well, against spoiler. They, they, they have every Kang ever made. Yeah, I she just got in here. Kind of. Well, they're they're gearing her up for her yeah. to be in the Young Avengers show. Jonathan Majors gobbles, dude. I found a tick. There was on thing on TikTok. I mean, we have almost all the characters. We're collecting like, them like Infinity Stones. Every couple band, movies, we get one. And they were like, <laughs> as a as a big fan of both the Children's Crusade and the Kieran Gill and Jamie dude, LV run, I am the one person yeah. who is dutifully <laughs> excited for the Young Avengers spinoff. Yeah. It's so crazy we're, that so, we're getting so like, like Infinity Stones, how they were sprinkled like, throughout the films. We're getting Kang like... variants sprinkled throughout. <laughs> like we had He Who Remains. <laughs> this one had Kang, Scarlet, Ramatut, and um... well, yeah, but the the main ones that they focus <laughs> so, like, on. He's like, and then, uh, uh, Immortus like, is the no, other. One. Well, let's let's talk about the good things. Like, I'm gonna in this movie. beat up Kang. forward. Like, does Kang. he not realize <laughs> Kang? Kang is he not was so good. He shows up, and I'm like, let's go. He's not because at the end, what makes Kang so threatening is not because he's like an actual physical character. Well, yeah, I mean, to be fair, dude, there's, I, yeah, I he's like Marvel punching Ant Man, and I'm like dead in one punch, dead in one punch, because he's got his Creed body. Like they rip off that you sleeve, know, and his freaking like giant Hulk you know, arm is there, and I'm like, how is he fighting a 52 year old man? Like, what's going on? Or you're the Avengers. Like, the thing is, he's fucking going hard on Ant Man, and I'm like, I think, like, does Jonathan Majors know he has to lose? Like, what's going on? All right, John, you can come right. back in a sec. I think the Kang thing... <laughs> it's just... It's insane. And, He's going hard on Paul right, Rudd, man. And, and the big thing about Kang himself is that what makes him a threat isn't the fact that he... Like I said, he isn't this, like, big, muscly dude. Kang's not a physical... Ba- He's not a physical character. For Creed, he can eat... A, he can eat the Avengers. No. I mean, he, he starts shooting lasers, so... Look at him in Lovecraft Country. That's the... Yes, and that's... Yes, he's lean. Mm-hmm. He's like <laughs> Eric casting Q three. We can't see you. Or you're the Avengers. Body out. Um, just keep it. Yeah. Ant Man. Yeah. Even yeah. though he had like, keep the HGA. a team oh, okay. of five plus a few extra side characters and Modok on his team for that final yeah, fight. Like he's still a guy that shrinks like, and grows. Is like Kang the Avengers barely like, beat you, Kang you all the time. They're like, we just time we just got him. I'm like, things happen the way you want it. I think, and I, again, this is a speculation, not even speculation, this is just kind of like, the problem you have with Kang being your big bad, or you're not even Kang. Like, yeah, he wasn't and, always again, super yoked. Because you have the if you look at him Kang in um, your Loki, he was pretty lean. For the thing going forward. Yeah, that was it around the same time he recorded like, Loki. Like, he was like a slimmer guy, like, but not, then he got cast in Creed like, 3, not, and then Kang was like, I have to be buff. He is, like, he's not, <laughs> he is, I, when I say time, like, like, you know, yeah, time manipulation. They're not smaller. actual time manipulation <laughs> or reality warpers. 
they we'll are give you a bunch. We'll give you a big fluffy time, costume, but then at the I'm end, we'll show you how here, ripped you are. I'm gonna be <laughs> now. I'm your dad, like you know, type of thing. Like you're not born. Like I'm you in the <laughs> Like you're dead. Like and having their goal to kill the Avengers, which I think is kind of pedantic yeah. for a Kang story. No, the Council of Kangs, like the Council. Kang Prime, quote unquote. Quite in the middle. Yeah. Kang is a recon machine, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. no, no, no. Dude, I am... Yeah, I'm... I don't think the, co- the goal is to kill the Avengers. I think the right. goal is to kill the Kangs. Yep. Like, I think we're going to... Wanted to kill be... Kang because Kang was number one. I right. think the Kangs I'm are going to be at war, the and we're, the Avengers are going to be like, oh my god, in. the Kangs are oh, causing incursions. Because Paul Rudd we goes have, at the end, um, he's like, is there? It's very okay. Uh, he's yeah, gone, right? Is. He's gone? Like, uh, we, we did it? Right. He I said like something big was coming. I like that end. I like that end. Yeah. I like that end. Well, the, yeah, so I think the entire thing is we know that the Council of Kang, well, the, the Kang Dynasty is going to be leading to Secret Wars. We know it's not going to be the Beyonder 80s Mattel commercial. This is going to be semi-based on the Hickman run, and we know that these Kangs are going to be in some sort of multiversal war, and they're going to be causing incursions to kill one another, right? That's what He Who Remains says. So the Avengers are going to be like, oh my god, we have to stop these incursions yeah. before they happen and exactly us. and boom boom is like yeah. the pov character who takes john that's for you homeless man through the mcu you're reading what because he's, he's the president she's like and then at the end he's like i'll be it's your, okay you can be my herald and you can come the with me to space and she's like no i'd rather stay here on earth and he's like peace out bitch yeah the uh yeah. toys are great so the beyonder is not this great character that we've been Kind of like told our entire lives as like comic Marvel fans, like he's oh mostly my God. in Secret so Wars I too. And also in Santa's like weird hippie look doesn't work. Um, so but wandering hobo who like is with like a prostitute. Yeah, but he's in it. And even Al <laughs> Ewing expands on it in in Ooh, uh, Defenders. Even better. And Defenders. Oh, Beyond boom, boom! I forgot. I forgot. It's boom, boom. Yeah, the Beyonder that we met I is a. I watched that Cerebro episode. I I should have known that. Sentience. And he, him, along with five others, are the last Beyonders, and it's this whole thing. Also, because he's depressed. Beyond, it's awesome. <laughs> um, but like looking at this Kang thing, one, I, I it, my whole, the one big thing I'm She's not like, I'd rather be an X Man. Speculation that I will have to hear for the next fucking four years about this nonsense. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't mind like that. I love. Yeah, and my thing. But is, the Beyonders like, are cool. Like the Hickman like, Oh, this Beyonders. guy's being cast as this, or this is coming. Yeah, you know, yeah. I heard this from this. Like, never true. Never true. Stop believing everything or anything, guys. Not everything. Some dude blog post is real. Not every leak is real. Like, and some leaks are real, and then some of it's just like leaks that were like coffee table leaks from like a meeting they had or concept art. Like Wonder Man was supposed to be in WandaVision, guys. 
yeah, like these were all like fun little things they did. Like again, wonder like my I always use the Wonder Man thing for WandaVision. They're like, oh, it's pretty look in the behind the scenes. Yeah, it it's really tough being like the concept art for Wonder Man. Yeah, and guess what? Was it in it? What's Kang's deal? And I'm like, oh boy, sit down. (laughs) You're like you you're like you caught up on your work. I got a whole day ahead of you. Yeah, and same thing. And again, now we're we're getting Wonder Man show. If it doesn't get pushed back or canceled, um, yeah, which is True. also weird and dumb. Yeah, he's a good actor, but it should have been Nathan Fillion or concept art. So, like Deadpool showing up in Shang Chi. No, he needs. Hmm. They had an idea to bring him in because they were adapting the Tom King storyline um, loosely. And they were like, Grim Reaper, ooh, but his brother. So they probably drew, did a mock-up. It happens. Yes, he did. And it's being played by somebody totally different than who would have referenced anyway. Yaya Abdul-Mateen rules, though. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm excited for, yeah, Fillion is like my pick because he's just such well, a Hollywood man. Yeah, but Wonder Man could be like a retired actor and just be yeah. like, I'm a hero. Yaya Abdul-Mateen is a much better actor. Than oh, no, I'm, I'm aware, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I, I just like the camp of the idea of like 80s action yeah, no, right? star becomes washed up Avenger, essentially. And it's it's yeah, supposed yeah, to be Charles Atorium. Cool. 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 I loved Ambulance. All of Kang's major forms of the It's the three. It's the three we know from the comics. Um, no, it's fine. He's also in that Lupin show, right? It may be a mix. I have no idea. I saw him in Watchmen. He played Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, he did. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really good. Jonathan Majors, a really good actor. I hope this isn't the last we see of this Kang the Conqueror. I'm thinking, so let's jump to the end credits real quick. I know the spoiler cast are bouncing around. So the first end. Yeah. I know. Yeah, the first end credit scene shows the Council of Kangs, most notably Immortus, Ramatut, and Scarlet Centurion all talking is that about Scarlet how Scarlet Centurion. It's, is suppo- it it's like... supposed to be Scarlet Centurion, even though it says he's... who? Some guy on the internet says it the looked... says the credits. Oh, it did. Yeah. Oh. No. Uh, uh, card. Yeah. But he's blue. I know. He looks like the high evolutionary. <laughs> I think he's just future Kang. I've been calling him future Kang. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then one final uh, major yeah. one we get we, is Victor and Timely. And I'm th- we did a Kang and I'm I do. He's the ultimate retcon like, machine. Yeah, so I'm thinking that. Like, so the other end credit scene, we have Loki and Mobius explain, like, uh, setting up so for Loki 2. And Mobius goes, wow, I thought just Kang now was supposed to be like, powerful. And Loki goes, oh, he's fucking, he's crazy. So I'm thinking this Loki got sucked in and then shot out in like the 30s. Here's a fun retcon hunter. Where yeah, because he was bored. Victor um, Timely was from the Timely all... Atlas, Marvel number one, who was like one of the scientists who created the Human Torch. Mm-hmm. And then when Marvel yep. merged no. with no, no, 
Avengers Atlas Ace Timely no. and was founded in the 1960s. They no, later Avengers retconned yeah, no, Victor Timely to be a Kang variant, so, which is cool. Actually, Avengers that's 8 the is old, Kang, the Avengers Kang 11 Kang, is Mortis. Dude, that's so cool. Yeah, it's all within like those smaller original issues because it's they just did the facsimile last week for Avengers Eight, which is Kang's first appearance, uh, and he was Robert first appears before Kang does. He's like, there are no Avengers in the thirties. So We're good. A weird retcon <laughs> that Robert Hutt is actually Kang, like because it, because that's what they did. Like, it's, it's, it's so just cool. so bored. Yes. I'm bored. Let's and, make no, the human no. door. <laughs> another time Mortis, who's a rival Because like, Immortus was in but Avengers. We, they, exactly. They don't tell you that's like actually six, Kang. Right? Like Avengers like, he was right, right before Kang. And then Kang. Yeah, Avengers number four was, was Ramatai. He finds like this thing from Immortus. And he goes, oh, he's dead. He just like knocks over this fucking skeleton body, which we now know is Immortus. Steals his shit and goes, time travels. And Immortus sets up this whole thing. So he can become the prime Kang later on. So he would have all his memories to set everything all up. And so he would have his whole time travel. And this, we talked about this on the Kang episode. The problem with Kang is that he's a time travel villain. I know he does. Yeah, yeah, do I know he does. Without, without doing diligence to the character. Fuck it, that's that's cool. the problem is like this last <laughs> minute. Yeah, yeah same out, thing. But Immortus wasn't everything revealed about to be Kang. Kang until the 80s. It doesn't. It actually makes it worse. It's like... Like Renover, no, the no, 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 it doesn't. There, there are miniseries. I can't. It does. It, it no, it doesn't. Well, yeah, not that. So the Kang, no, no, the Kang miniseries. No, the Kang actual miniseries doesn't make mention of any of that. Like they're not Kang. Pretty much. That's the way they kind of tell it. Like, there's only Kang, and what he does is he come, becomes Kang, goes back in yep. time. Yeah. yeah. So, how in yep. the Kang miniseries is Kang grows up to become Kang, goes back in time to kidnap Nathaniel Richards, yeah, which you yeah. think is but the, the streamlined Iron Lad story. That's it's not, because it, he just kidnapped uh, Iron Lad, raises him as his own it, son. You know what I mean? And then it gives you the important Kang, stuff so to, to pay attention to for the movies. Instead of like going back in time and doing like, it oh, tells you all about the main guys. That's the it doesn't if you care like if you care that like, like you know Mortis appeared in Fantastic Four nineteen and Kang appeared in Fantastic Four number eight completely... and Ramatut appeared in you know. Mm-hmm. No, it would it would have been her. I, I think the problem is like. I there's not the problem. What's well, yeah, it's Nathaniel Richards. They're taking the most basic version of Kang, as basic as you can make a time traveling supervillain, um, and they're doing that and not trying to that like Jed McCade's story because it's so close. I think Marvel was smart mm-hmm. by releasing Jed McCade's miniseries a year before this came out, so it's in trade already. Um, but when people read it, they're like, "Oh, it's this is well, Kang is kind of it's nice. not at all." Nice. When you realize like Ramatut exists and it's called Centurion in Immortus. It's just, uh, no, it's it's Jonathan. It's not the one. I don't think it's the one we saw so far. I actually think the yeah. one. Yeah. Did you guys? Did you guys think the like lady with the abs the, was the one that's Ravonna the main back the actress? Movie is actually my eyesight remains. sucks so bad. No, no, it was uh, Katie O'Brien. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I think no, no. I think this Kang, the Kang that's in this movie, grows up, quote unquote, to become he, he, he who remains at the end of his timeline. Yeah, but that's what happens when you're. Man, 
Right, like you become like exactly like, and also he's in exile for this entire time. Like we don't know what mm-hmm. happens in between. Mm-hmm. I also think, yeah, yeah. So, what do you think about Victor Timely? Do you think it's the Jonathan Majors we know, or do you think it's just another guy? I... Yeah, I. I... He's just like, we're going to eat the you Avengers. You think he who remains is going to pop up for what? The end of what? They were like, we are going to make a Kang an actual physical fighter. Well, he's I don't not know, man. He well, was real I'm goofy. Okay. I don't know. But then again, I guess getting beaten by Ant-Man, you get a little fucking goofy. Look at MODOK. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean... He comes off as like uh, Alexander the Great in this movie, where he's just kind of like this big old speech given, like war strategist with his little stormtroopers. It's it's crazy. He what? he added an extra ten pounds of muscle just for this role. That's before that's before Creed later, like, three. He, he was like, I'm gonna beat the shit out of Paul Rudd. You know from <laughs> like what we saw with he remains. I think <laughs> he's, the thing we're he's getting ready to be a new all timer. You know, he's going hard. Depending on like what Immortus is like and 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 Robert Tut's like and Scott Saturian's like, I hope they're all they all end up mm-hmm. all feeling samey. Well, Jeff well, Loveness I mean, was like, like the, the into the this problem, movie. I, think we're I kind of like, like how Kang cool. You show the Council Kang is in a physical fighter. Like, like you see him like really reserved. Some of them because most like, of his movements so, is like a little bit different. Like, is that the Council Kang and the gestures uh, are not yeah, Kang. yeah. And then he they're has not like big Kylo Ren. Kang. What they are? Oh yeah, when he's and his stuff's not going his way, he's like, "All right, Ant Man, fuck you!" And he, you know, he reloads his arm guns and he walks forward like, and like I'm Mission Impossible. Yeah. And I can do what you do, but better. And that's how the Council of Kangs was formed. That's why they all look different. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the three, yeah, the three you meet in the the book in the Kang Dynasty and the Forever War story is their their variants of actual Kang uh, Kang Prime or Nathaniel Richards. Um, I just don't want like so we saw this Kang. We, mm-hmm. I think because the because the major three differences of uh, of Mortis, Scalatorian, and Robert Tut is that. Ramatut's like Kang, but like younger. You know, Immortus is not a conqueror. Immortus mm-hmm. is a wise old man that, like, what he who remains should have, like, what he. I know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, but the primary ones are like the big, big no, Nathaniel well, Richards. No, no, energy. I think he's. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's the thing. I don't. I hope it doesn't become like well, this. One seems like a dick. We're just watching. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Why would Robert like a robot? Why make him look active? You know, why make him? Dude, I really hope that Jonathan Again. Majors gets to play the Kang that we saw in this and isn't doing the like. Right, but how? Yes, like that dumb. It voice works for, for like Loki. The rest it works of these. for like it's fu- it's fun that you have this good actor playing the same role in twenty different ways, but. 
I gotta dig the other ways he does it. Yeah, like he who remains was fine and dandy, but I don't want that to be Kang's well, yeah, personality. Least... And then we see this one, and he's a totally different guy, and he's like a commanding villain, but then he potentially dies. And then we yeah. see Immortus, Ramatut, and Scarlet Centurion, who all look intimidating in their own right, but they ju- all look just like look so evil. <laughs> and then, yeah, and they talk like a, a villain well, from yeah, the 80s. No one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think it will be. Yeah, I don't think we. I don't think it will be. If we've seen anything so far, it's that every version of this character is going to be because very, she's very, not very different. The fucking problem, Cassie, is that she doesn't fucking matter. Like she's not. She gets. And it, well, we might right. see that Jonathan Majors is supposed to be in like three episodes. She was the reason why Scott became Ant Man. She's the reason I'm thinking why he'll be Victor Timely and all of them. I think that they'll find him Scott, to be like, oh, this could be one of right, the originals. Like, her, yeah, yeah totally. If this like, movie she, did anything for me, it gave me death, faith in like, matters more to oh, Scott at least Scott 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 she's very awesome. frigible. No, oh, yeah. At least, you know, as a I mean, and Paul Rudd brings his A-game to this one, too. He's just the same. He feels the same. So does Michelle Pfeiffer, guys. That's the other big one. It's Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael Douglas. Like, you know what I mean? They brought her back and made her like even younger. This movie, even Lily gets Side the problem with Cassie in the movie is yeah, so does Cassie. <laughs> yeah, is like wants to be a hero because yeah. her because in the she comics, only matters when she dies. She only Cassie's a frigid character. Like, She's like the reason she why Scott does, has she has the secret power that yeah. no one knew about, but also was to make her father proud because he had was dead at this point. You know, he joins the Future Foundation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very frigible. Right. Yes. But I thought we got this whole thing. I think I thought I thought we got over that storyline in Ant Man Wasp where it was like you mm-hmm. Scott, stop being selfish and he does say the pro the, this is where I get annoyed. Yes, no, I get that. You know, I get that. No. I understand that. But no, no, I'm that's getting to that point is like having a character where like him being yeah. selfish, but that there's, was there's done some good in bits one and with two. her and Paul Rudd. Three should have been like, like I lost five years, like, and I'm not being selfish, I'm just trying to figure out what my life is become now and showing that dynamic between him and Cassidy got to grow up in those five years. That's not a story of a man being selfish, that's a story of a man lost. There just wasn't a lot of that. That should have been the whole movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. It's Well, losing five years from his life happened it's between like this and Ant Man and the Wasp. So there is a lot away. to explore there. And that's like I disagree hard there. That like that that's a big thing that this movie but should have done. Also, a lot like of. the big thing and, and, and I guess, you know. Um also funny enough, they're rewriting Thunderbolts now. Yeah, and they wanted. They also said they might redo the cast because of fan reaction. I'm like, yes. Well, him and um, him and um, and that's just, yep. Yeah, they have yeah, Cassie yeah. like yell at him for being like yeah. gone for another five years, but then like, yeah, 
20 minutes into the quantum realm, they're like no, best friends. I, yeah, I it's think very Marvel strange. They talk about punch. it for like 10 this minutes. Was, and they also, they whatever happened to Michelle Pfeiffer's like magic powers? Yeah. Well, we don't talk about them. Okay. Well, no, no I get that. Maybe but, they but only the work is, outside like, the quantum realm. Stop, yeah, their quantum realm powers. Yeah. Okay, stop okay, playing okay, the game okay. where like you're find out about it in thunderbolts because we know that means you've become the most generic version of what yeah because they have to change some stuff, stuff with all the uh in comics stretching that they oh your hero do. can't die well yeah. you, you, that's what we've done now you've become that because you want to have yeah, i mean uh, david harbour confirmed he's still allowing the story to play out i think killing cassie would have been it's a him, better florence and again Sebastian are still confirmed because they have like larger ramifications i think um red guardian's gonna die Okay. He's got it, right? Okay. <laughs> I... Right. Well, it's because they have so right. many, like, pristine Having actors, they don't like killing them off, because they're like, what if they're in this next big thing? Well, it's you occurring know, because like, humanity you know, killed like, Paul Rudd. Or right. David Harbour. <laughs> you know. You know, and that's the thing, I think they... Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, and we saw it with Thor, yeah, with yeah. Love and Thunder. Yeah, you know, yeah. where like you, your, your darker. You could have had darker moments to make the lighter moments even better. You know, you, you're pulled back. The one thing, thank God, you sucked to is that Jane Foster had cancer and she killed, she died from it. You know, I think we're getting. I think Paul is going to die. I, I know. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying at all. Yeah, I'm I think. Saying I think potentially all three of them could die. No, 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 no. I'm no. What? No. Hank or Janet were big. Like Hank and Janet were awesome. Yes. In this movie. Dude, Douglas shows up and just drops no, ants. What I'm saying, no, no, I'm, no, I'm not yeah. saying that. <laughs> he's like, I know socialism has a no, lot no, no, of no, negative no, connotations. No, not like, wow, this as me. <laughs> he's like, but ants did. That's what I'm saying. Like, you should have took that. Step. He started a socialist technocratic society. Go, in their time. I'm like, okay, look, okay, I'm buying. We're gonna make it like a shocking. Like Aunt May dying in homecoming in No Way Home. That was wild. Like I was, I was like, holy shit. Like I. Like, you make it go, right, that's my point. Like, that's what you should be doing. Like, make it, like, the characters that matter. Make This it, movie's like, so much better. Do than a little cover. bit of that. Oh, yeah, and it's... You know, Kang's as ruthless motherfucker? Uh, well, like, you know, uh, it is. But now that yeah, it is. Even because Love and Thunder was just like, hey, you remember that last time we made this that, motherfucker. that Thor movie that you, know, you guys all liked? Or, yeah, like, this having movie a, was a way to write out Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael Douglas. Like doing that, like having I would but Love and Thunder was able to kill somebody, but, main character, you know. Yeah, yeah. It had a little bit more stakes. It, you know what it is? It's oh, crazy. that was wild. <laughs> no, you know what it is? I don't think they'll ever do it. It's you were like, whoa! <laughs> this happen. <laughs> they didn't. Yeah. No, we ne we they, no they flush it out, but they don't ever just yeah they'll do, that's what they're going to do with Ant Man Wasp. We got the same thing in 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 the original Ant Man where they're like oh my wife shrank and we were on the missile and we were part of Shield and see we we're founder members remember young Tony Stark, uh Howard Stark like they they they're doing that but it's gonna be very much like one of those stories that they should have told but they don't they they don't know how to tell that story. You know, I think it should be. I'm really hoping that they do a um, Astonishing Tales with uh, uh, younger Janet and Hank. Because that's a storyline they keep talking about, but they never fucking do anything with. Like, remember our time in the 80s? And I'm like, please, please tell me. 
Well, they they kind of got it with um, Hawkeye and uh, Black Widow. They kind of fleshed that out a little bit more. Modoc. We never saw it, but they fleshed yeah. it out. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think this should have been a self-contained Ant-Man movie and not a Kang movie. That's oh my yeah, big that's, that's, that's like, my big. Complaint. It's a great Kang movie, but it's not a great Ant-Man movie. No, no, not at all. But like, I mean, I'm I'm happy that Kang is here. I mean, who I'm else? Happy. Who else could they have done for a Kang movie? Besides Moon Knight. They could have just done what they have been doing. No, no, Modoc would be a good villain for an Ant-Man movie. I'm talking about, like, how do you introduce Kang proper? Or just do end credit scenes, like he's building something. Just do end credit scenes. And then Fantastic Four could be the big one. Throw him in Vision Quest. Like, throw him in these Loki is the big one, too. They could have just done more of that. Yeah, this could have easily just been an AIM and Modoc movie. Like, But then people would be like, but Darren Cross is the villain again! Unless they changed Modoc to being something completely different and not a fun throwback joke yeah you could have had power broker all sorts of things that's at the end of the day power broker that's not sharon the other guy yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) it's just a bummer that we sacrificed in another ant-man movie because even though some people don't like ant-man and the wasp but some people do i think the first two ant-man movies are good and this one falls flat compared to the two still has its moments but, like, yeah. if you watch them as an Ant-Man trilogy, it is wild, where the first one's, like, a legit oh, heist God, movie, small scale. Second one has a little bit more wider-reaching things with yeah, second Quantum one's Realm, same. more so. Yeah. And then this one is just, like, we're going hard into the quantum stuff. Yeah, it's it's bizarre that this was all made by the same person, Peyton Oh, yeah, Reed, same director, who yeah, Peyton yeah, Reed. Who I really like. Um. At the end of our episodes, we like to rate and review all of our installments from one to five pin particles. One pin particle being the worst, five pin particles being the best. We do accept half pin particles. Yeah. So for Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania, the 31st installment, I might add. 31st film installment. Yeah, film installment. There are 31 flavors at Baskin-Robbins. I just want to throw it out there. (laughs) Uh, 31st film theatrical installment for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. One out of five uh pim particles what say you guys <laughs> i i say three and a half very fair i like and this is I, I there was a point in my life where i thought not for a job or anything but i thought i could i could write reviews for movies and sure. i wrote i wrote a few and they all ended up sounding very similar because i yeah. found out that i just like things yeah, yeah, yeah like i've been watching a lot of movies recently and i'm like oh, i like that like there are yep. some movies where I'm like, oh, this is bad. I hated this. Yeah, but yeah. a lot of movies that I watch, I don't watch movies that I don't want to watch. So like, I'll watch something and I'll go, this is good. And then like I'll, I wa- I'll watch the menu and I'll text John like, hey man, just saw this. It was great. And then John, you're hitting me with messages where it's like, yeah, did you get this cool nuanced like political theory? And I was like, <laughs> I like that Nicholas Holt cried. <laughs> yeah, I like that too. I like, that too. <laughs> like I know you have yeah. your uh, you have your exquisite taste and you have your your me taste. But yeah, like yeah. I I like dumb films, and this is just a dumb fun film. So that's Dude, why I, three and a half. I also like I love those uh, 
like I, like you know, I love the uh, the craft macaroni and cheese of movies. You mm. know what I mean? Like I love my dumb action. Movies. I love R.I.P.D. and Pacific Rim, even though they are not great. I love Venom. Let there be carnage. Oh, that's like, a great one too. I watch like like Den of Thieves, and I'm like Den of Thieves is pretty good. You know what I mean? Like I like the like, Gerard Butler movies. Like I saw Plane. I'm like, oh, Plane was pretty good. Dude, they're you know doing a I mean? sequel called Ship. That works, and yeah. it's got Mike Coulter and not Gerard Butler. I'll see Olympus has fallen five. Whatever it comes <laughs> out, you know what I mean. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm with you. Agree. I'm with you. Basically, like everything yeah, has this time and place. I, it's a free movie, and with the Marvel machine, you can't have. This is a totally That's fine version they, of the Marvel machine. It's just a bummer because I like those standalone stories more than. The big universe um, building things like my favorite thing in Phase Four was again they come down. You know what I mean? Oh, I love Hawkeye too. Facing as these movies, but that was just this little standalone. They're not like they're being could have happened down, whenever kind of thing, and that's mm-hmm. what I've come to expect with these, these Ant-Man movies. These movies have to feel more. Unfortunately, like that's not what we got, and not more. This is a gentleman's events. three out of five. Like it where it's, it's totally my, rewatchable. Uh, you, definitely liked it. Thought it was fine. Happy Kang's around because right, I right. think Kang is great. I think Jonathan Majors is great. Yeah. Just uh, well, you can, yeah. You know, we got to get back into that phase one, phase two mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Because like, I think we got to get back. What's there. happening yeah. is I compare it to comic books. When you mm-hmm. have Spider Man, Spy- the Avengers don't show up. Three <laughs> attacking New York. Boy, don't believe in half particles. Get out of here. For most of their years, they were based right in Manhattan. It's very much like, true, true, true. Not oh, everything needs fair. to be the you big summer block. We're splicing the atom here. Sometimes it's a good story arc in a run, and you're like, this I love. You know what? You may have some stinkers here and there, but you might like it, and you may love that, like, one story. Like, you know what? I liked, you know, Sp- Amazing Spider-Man Beyond. I liked, you know, the yep. Red Goblin arc. I hated this story. To you us, know what I mean? To us, you can do that. Not that's to what, these movies the movies themselves. Because the movies are doing, like, little watered-down like, chorus of, Our guess who's coming next, guys? Guess who's coming next? I, I don't care what ass, man. Yeah. I know mm. more about these characters than anybody will ever know, like, in the general populace. You know, because I'm a fan of this, the, the characters and the stories first. I do not care that Kang showed up in this movie. Mm-hmm. I am more mad that this became a shitty Ant-Man movie that it gets wasted in instead of him showing up in Fantastic Four. You know? Right. Like, Ant-Man would have been a fun... You should have done... like you Do what Guardians did. And not as much as extreme what Guardians did. It's like, they knew their niche. They are light Mm-hmm. light-hearted fun space comedy that does with an undertone of dark storytelling with things like about parentage and history and family <laughs> you can do that like ant-man one and two are fun like comedy action superhero True. heist movies you immediately lose that two yeah two less so but like two tries like it does a whole fucking scene yeah it's not the plot you know yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think Kang got wasted. I just like, like we lost an Ant Man movie that would have been totally fine. No, this becomes a movie about big CGI gobbledygook. Mm-hmm. Let's set up the big villain now instead of him being a what would have made him more of a menace. Sh- would be behind the scenes stuff, a post credit scene of him moving like 
um i'll put like i'll, I'll quote like doomsday Clock. are that in doomsday clockway dr Manhattan moves the lantern six inches away mm-hmm. from alan scott so he dies too less so you but know yeah. it should be like kang going back in time doing like yeah moving. it does have a heist scene but, but it's not as that like happened in the movie to make something happen like yeah. oh scott like the first one like the things that you there. remember about those you first know two Ant-Man movies, and everyone's first scene is like kang showing really tiny that stolen away so he would have more time to work on something else and there's just no sense of scale you know, or anything and you know movies. and doing that throughout other movies to, to go like right you know yep. it's got right you know like if you want to make a comedy like but also like yep. this, things that not just in this movie but throughout the mcu to build him up like you did thanos for 10 years you know that's what you need to get to you kind of were like here's mm-hmm yeah. You know, I, I, now it's become more about mm-hmm. who's the next big villain. Let's get to this big money thing. Like, you guys, people will stay around, you know, to get and do Boom. your stories. Stop Dumb. feeding yeah. it to fans that Sounds want great. big action set pieces. No, the, the MCU should stop, not stop end. Off this getting this phase of the MCU should not end with fucking secret wars and the tsa being like, like no 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 mm-hmm. you know yeah no no Secret phase six though yeah yeah no if it starts uh phase six um no no i'm not saying no i'm not saying it won't be cool what i'm saying is it shouldn't be yeah, like, you should the be going build into up. 2008 phase six to 2018 one ff movie and yeah they maybe introduced an in film, and then you're yeah, yeah but i mean like the, the it took the, that 10 year span to tell that story yep exactly you know, this... right you know right you know what they should have what they should do is push they should just push the wars off just do kang dynasty make him the, the threat yeah yeah Yeah, let's time will well, tell. Phase I five think... doesn't end with Secret Wars. I That's think phase four. five ends with Fantastic Four. Four. Or like a mini event yeah. like special. Okay. I, I think Secret Wars will be cool. Like we will Yeah, no, I get it. Like Spider Man does. Like Spider Man feels like it's its own thing. Yeah, Captain so America mm. has that same feeling. Captain America, no, Thor, they all save Spider-Man, the X Men and just do audience. Phase yeah, they all have that feel like it's not. X-Men, yeah, they X-Men, they X-Men, all play X-Men. in the same back in the same playground. No, but yeah, and that's no. possible. Like it'll be a two part thing. I think. I, also, I think you had the path is fine. I just wish it started somewhere other than Ant Man because I like my I like my Ant Man movie. No, because then you're wasting Fantastic Four on Kang, and you're making just... I, well, I, I don't want the Fantastic Four to just feel like another part of because he's not involved in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They, they I want Fantastic Four to feel like its own cool little thing that's it, No, theirs. that's you not... Know what I mean? only... Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. It, exactly. Exactly. So that's the whole thing. No, Iron Man movies. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's the whole thing. Like, there is no... It's not like Kang was the And maybe that's why they chose him. Maybe that's why they chose him, because it's like in a property we're not so going to risk our other properties. You know what I mean? To do this. 
Yeah. Yeah, because what other property would have been able to do it? Oh, There's no other character. Three, it's, at least, like it, even disregarding Kang's major like, push, Ant-Man's been talking about the Quantum it. Realm since 2015. Yeah, so what other character in, were you going to... involved in the Quantum Realm to begin with? No, but like, if they want to make... They're making him about time, quantum, whatever. But yeah, like, what sense. other movie would have been a sacrifice, though? You know, yeah, what, what other, other movie would Eternals? Yeah. But no. nobody liked the first Eternals movie, so nobody would have seen that. So Eternals two with Kang I as mean, the main bad guy would have flopped. <laughs> like no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. It's because we didn't have anything in our other eighteen projects we released in twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two, and everybody was complaining. Yeah. Yeah, so guys, that ends our review. We'll do a book review. review book reviews real quick so i don't forget it this time uh we have yeah it's really rewatchable from, uh, yeah it, I, honestly it is fun like i remember um, sitting in the theater and going all right yeah I, I could check this out when it comes back to disney plus like i could watch this if my brother hasn't yet like it's a fun like it, it doesn't feel like a slog even though it's pretty long like it's just it's only two hours like it's a lot easier to watch than like captain marvel or eternals or fucking the batman the word phrase like the batman it's a better movie, but it's it's a watch. Exactly. Yeah, you gotta be a best. It's less heavy than Wakanda um, Forever as well. Like that movie's great, but yeah, I don't want to be sad for two and a half hours. I'd rather just watch Paul Rudd punch CGI ants or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that movie's yeah. done by telling about his account there. Um, I we don't know. I think it's issue three. That's it. Um, it's cool as an alien freako. I love it. Um. Also, the Betty Barney Hill case I love a lot, not only because they are a multiracial couple. Well, it's because it's the first real abdu- 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 abduction case, but also it's because they were interracial couple in like, the fucking 50s when this happened, and they had a lot to fucking lose by coming forward with this. So I'm like, oh, that's why I feel like. Yeah, like you had a lot more to lose, guys. Um, so that's yeah. why it, it lends a lot of validity to it. Um, I like it a lot. Um, you have Superman number one written by Joshua, Joshua Williamson and all by Jason. Uh, oh my God, Campbell. Not I always forget his first name, uh, but it's not. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, Jamel Campbell, thank you. Oh. Um, Superman number one brings you back to basics with Superman. It's the dawn of this universe, and this mm-hmm. is kind of the Superman book people have been clamoring for for a while since Superman hasn't really had his own book. Um, it's oh, really a a secretly one. a. Se- yeah, but it was a five G. It was a five G yeah. layover that doesn't fit in the continuity, no matter how you cut it. Um, yeah. So Superman itself is a really oh, yeah, secretly sure. Lex Luthor. Like coming forth and saying that they got abducted um, by aliens. Yeah. <laughs> it, little secret um, is that some of these characters, the villains that were there, there'll be a mix of new and old villains. Uh, old villains. Um, Williamson said he drew a lot of inspiration on from the Superman animated series. That's why the first two villains you see are Livewire and Parasite. Um, the Ox will be like two yeah. to three issue story arcs only. Um, the first one, well, that minus the issue one, it will le- it leads into the Parasite one, which is like a two uh, a, th- a two issue storyline called Night of the Parasite. And then issue three is I Married okay, Supervillain. Superman and the Authority was cool. Stupid and Mary <laughs> Supervillain. Um, and goes forward. Um, but also you meet what is called the Lex Luthor Revenge yeah. Squad. 
Um, and there's a bunch of cool stuff coming forward. Plus, they introduced who will be the new big, who will be the big bad for this universe going forward. Um, I will not spoil it here, uh, but it's really fucking cool. Um, you have, sorry, uh, Batman One Bad Day, Clayface, which is fucking phenomenal. It's Lansing and Kelly. It's a, it's yeah, a dark, awesome take. He is. It's uh, it's Carlo uh basil um as clayface in this one he's moved to la he's trying to be an actor in la um he goes under the name clay as like a, and he works at like a restaurant as a waiter um and he starts he kills like eight people in this book it's i won't say why and how and what happens because it oh, does yeah. spoil the book of like what his motivation is but it doesn't revolve around a movie they're making called the killing joke and it's it's he goes for the role to play Joker in it. Um and it goes from there. Um it's really cool. There's a lot of Easter eggs, uh which I caught like immediately Hell when yeah. he meets the, the film Hell producer yeah. in it. Um one of them is I'll just say it now because it's really cool. There's a great ghost poster in the office. And it's like written by Lanning, one of the writers, but also like starring Simon Trent, who is the actor, the quote unquote like the actor that the character that Adam West voiced on the Grey Ghost episode of uh, Batman the Anime series. So yeah, that's cool. Um, what else do we have this week? Actually, it's a big week for Oh, nice. Books. He's just killing right? Sorry. Um, oh, that's what I meant to say. Uh, Lazarus Planet Omega. That's why that's why the one I couldn't remember. Lazarus Planet Omega is the final capping off point to Lazarus Planet. Oh, that's funny. Um, that's funny. Actually, it really is like... This entire Lazarus Planet mm. thing has been like four point one through five of uh, cool. Batman vs. Robin, um, which will then lead right to Batman vs. Robin. It does set up status quo for a bunch of new character or a bunch of new characters, mm-hmm. uh, like City Boy, the Vigil, uh, and Th- uh, and Thane Thane X A N T H E. she's the uh, they are the new lead for the Spirit World book I brought up before. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, pe- uh, plus people like John and like yeah. Kara getting new power, or Power Girl getting Very new powers cool. that we've seen in Action Comics. Um. We also have uh, Local Man, which I read the book backwards when I was yeah, like, we reading had stuff it at work. Like Lazarus and um, Local Man. So, okay. So, the cover, what I thought was the cover is not the cover. They did two covers one in back, one in front. I thought the one I put out on the front with the barcode in front was actually the front of the book. So, I was reading it. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. It's just very like 90s image superhero stuff. And then it like flips and goes, oh, it's like an ad. And I'm like, is this fucking back? I'm like, it's all this is. It's like six issues like six pages what the fuck is the rest of the issue oh i'm an idiot i read this backwards flipped it over so and i was like oh this is the actual story reading it backwards though is better so i recommend you read the book backwards um it gives you a lot more context um local man is about superhero who is like fired from being a superhero Mm -hmm. from his team and now lives as like a just dude um and like his (laughs) he's just a dude and he now like he gets sued by the his ex teammates because like somebody recorded him like using a like trash can laid as a shield because he used to <laughs> use a shield as his weapon and like that violates your like terms of your you know conditions of being like retired or whatever blah blah and like they go and sue him it's like and then like his his like <laughs> his rival like it is like in it it's really cool. Um, but it's like a bigger story between like what happened between him and his teammates. That's why if you read the first book, first pro- book, 
Um, okay, then. If you read it backwards, it's done in, like, the 1990s image style of, of art. But it tells you, like, who everyone is and everything, like, in the book real quick. So, I'm like, read it actually backwards. <laughs> it does help with conversation. And you it shows you, like, the time jump between him being younger and then him being older. Yeah, so that's it really for number one, besides me talking about a million of number ones that came out this week, because there is a lot this week. Yeah, there is. So that is it. Mm-hmm. John, any final things you got to say? Nice. Mm-hmm. That's true. So give me one second, and then you got. Mm, very cool. That's fair. Jesus. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. Uh, uh show. Your puns are yeah, we have the uh, the Beyond Infinity so podcast, guys, the show called Marvel Lights Assembled to discuss, review, theories, and why so much over any and all things related to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Beyond that comes out every Sunday afternoon. Since there's not a lot of Marvel coming up, we will be doing our Star Wars spinoff, The Fat and Furious, and covering The Mandalorian season three starting in March. Yeah, it's starting like next week. <laughs> yeah, stoked. Yeah, stoked, stoked, stoked. Mm-hmm. What do you got planned for this Sunday? Oh, this Sunday we're uh, talking about RoboCop, my friend. Ah, <laughs> nice. What's that one called? Um, Come with me if you want to pod. I don't know. We haven't <laughs> thought about it yet. Oh, that's a pretty good one, though. <laughs> pod directive. <laughs> we haven't thought about it yet. RoboPod. It sounds good. Peace. Bye.